MotorCityGaming.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino 9, and Jazzy Fiddle. GameZilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studios, co-host, Jazzy Fiddle. You're a piece of shit. I see your little hand gestures and bullshit you do when it's the Grimlock, the Dino 9. I give them this real nice intro. I mean, I build them all up. I give them this this epic intro, and that's that's how he treats me. How he treats me. Unlike my producers, Deadite Knight and Cable 2KX. What up, dude? I I have to say, it's always a good time here on the GameZilla podcast. Not my (laughs) dad. You probably don't want to leave that out if you're going to keep dropping that that joke all all. Okay, real quick. Everyone, tweet at (laughs) Gaming in Detroit about how much Grimlock loves Owl City. It's his favorite band. Make sure it's in the Discord. Make sure it's in the Facebook group. He was just running on. We watched a 10-minute video that he edited. Ow, my nipples! He edited it all to the music of Owl City. Did he give you like 100,000 hugs from a bunch of lightning bugs to your nipples? He's my little lightning bug hugger because he's the Owl City guy and he just went after my nipple. He hugged your nipple with 1,000 lightning bugs. I'd like to make myself believe. <laughs> that the show is going to go very slowly. That's <laughs> yeah, not so fun getting limp biscuited, is it? Is it grim? It's not fun. <laughs> He's speechless. <sighs> I mean, pretty soon you're going to have to pause this and redo the whole podcast. So nah, I'm not here. worried. All right, so uh, Cable, what have you been playing? <laughs> Oh, oh, Welcome to episode 162 of the GameZilla podcast. I'm just going to do this. There we go. Well, the whole fucking thing is broken. Well, the show's still recording, but you really... He broke fuck it. you. He... Fuck you. And fuck you over there. All right. All right. I got it back under control. <laughs> Everything is still under control. Here's some Metroid over there. (laughs) Everything is still under control. We're just going to keep going with the show. The difference here is that you don't like violence or anything when I go after Limp Bizkit. You bring in the thing I hate the most, and I will fuck this entire studio up. Uh, uh. You would not believe your eyes. Yes, he's done. Uh, he needs to he's a quit puffing those death sticks. You all right, buddy? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm not. All right, let's wrap this up. This has been episode 162. We had a good run. <laughs> all right. Don't breathe into the mic like that. Why Come are you on. trying to ruin this? We have the perfect. Shit that just happened. We just had the perfect. About my- we just had a perfect episode until you blew into the mic. What the hell? <laughs> All right, welcome to episode 162 of the GameZilla podcast. 
I'm your host, Grimlock. <laughs> Jazzy, <laughs> Jazzy, you know what? You, you were the least of my problems in that, la- those, yes. that opening minute. So how you been, man? What have you been up to? Man, I've been good. I've been um, <sighs> oh doing too much work, not enough video gaming. But when I was video gaming, I took video advantage. gaming. Video gaming. When what I was video wi- gaming, <laughs> what exactly is video gaming? It's trying to be very whittling, wit- witty while video gaming. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, video Explain gaming. more. You should try being witty while being on a podcast. Ooh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a toasty. So I'm practicing in video gaming. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so during my video gaming over the past week. Took advantage of the Steam sale. I bought uh, Depth, which I'm never going to play with Ethan ever, now that he just said that, because he's a piece of shit. Uh, I bought Ori and the Blind Forest, which I will be playing when I get a little more time. And then uh, I put a little bit of time into this game called Banished. Let me tell you about this game. You're banished onto an island. You have 15 people that you start with, and you basically have to rebuild civilization with these 15 people. Grow crops. More people get born. You keep going. The years. I don't even know what the fucking point to this game is, but I played it for like four hours the other night. It's great. I'm going to cut you off right now because I didn't realize you gave 20 bits to Owl City in the <laughs> Twitch chat. <laughs> Cable, how you been? What you been up to, Cable? Fill I've me been in. Playing some Max Payne three while listening to Owl City. Not believe your eyes. <laughs> I love this episode so far. Oh, dead I don't even want to ask, but why don't you just tell me? Just tell me. What have you been up to, buddy? Playing depth. It's all I've done. (laughs) (laughs) Ever since it went on sale for $5 on the Steam sale, I took every other aspect of my life that didn't involve hanging out at flea markets and watching pro wrestling and flushed it down the toilet. I've been staying up late at night, hunting sharks, hunting humans, hanging out in the water. I am thoroughly enjoying depth, even when, though it's a game that itself doesn't have a ton of depth. When this game uh, went on sale, I, I was already writing in the Discord about tagging you in it, and before I knew it, I was being shaken from behind <laughs> because, because you had noticed it, sprinted to my cube at work, and just sh- like was like depth on sale, depth on sale, like, and I'm like, cheap. I know, I know. Five bucks, so, yeah. gonna blaze a shark. <laughs> It's like Joseph Lee, only multiplayer. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, everyone in Twitch uh, chat right now, and this is this is as of right now. Anybody else that comes in, I forgive you, but right now you can all go fuck yourselves. Okay, but back to it. Depth though, it looks really exciting. I bought it. I have not played it yet though. Yeah, because you you duped me twice after you said you're gonna play with me. Mm, I did. Yep. You, you bailed on me. Yep. I understand. I wouldn't want to play video games with me either. So I don't hold it against you. Yeah, I've done it way too much in my life. It's, it's a difficult <laughs> thing to, to do. Uh, but <laughs> If yeah. you like to lose, play games with Ethan. Yes, I, uh, I'm good at holding people back from yeah. achieving wins. Yeah, why don't you explain how well your record is as a shark? So, uh, so... Actually, how about you just tell the people what you told me earlier? A realization that you had. I'm really bad at being a shark. Yep, and which is, isn't that heartbreaking? You know, I would like to think that my my cold-blooded mindset that I, I go through life with would help me in being a shark. But really what happens is I steal the humans with guns, and I panic, and then I miss them when I go to bite them, and then they murder me. And I always hope that my t- shark teammate is good enough to, uh, to carry the entire game. Because I am lucky if I go one for one. <laughs> I usually get killed. And then, okay, so 
for anyone who's not familiar with depth, it's a it's a unbalanced sort of side team versus team uh, first person shooter where there's four divers, two sharks. That's the the disbalance in the teams. And your goal is either to eat all the divers, kill all the sharks, each side gets 30 lives, or stop the divers from reaching their goal, or if you're the divers, you need to reach the goal. And it all takes place underwater where sharks live. And each shark has different attributes, and as you go along, if you're a human, you have to collect gold, and then you can buy new guns, buy uh, different upgrades to your guns. And what I've noticed is if you don't kill a ton of humans when you're a shark, if you don't kill them really quick, as soon as they get a decent gun, you're screwed. As soon as you get a gun that has, like, night vision and it's a semi, it's an automatic rifle, you're just mowing down sharks left and right. And that's really where I falter. Because I'm not good in the beginning, and then I can achieve nothing at the end. And there you go. But I'm, I'm actually really enjoying the game, even though uh, I've only been able to play one mode. And um, I, I don't necessarily think it's a game that you'll get a lot of longevity out of. But right now, uh, part of the Steam sale, five dollars, super worth it, and actually a ton of fun to play. So, <clears throat> I have a re- a retraction I need to make here. The glitch can go fuck himself, <laughs> along with Gamezilla Podcast, aka Cable over there. Everyone else, you're okay in the chat, but those two can just they can just leave. Can we go back to talking about games about sharks? I'm I'm excited about uh, depth. I'm excited to finally, hopefully, get some uh, some gameplay in here. But uh, this weekend was occupied with other unfortunate events I had to take care of. So, like eating too much food, not feeling well, and going to bed at a local fair. Yep, local fair, sixty seventh year. Yeehaw! Yep. Man, it was. I got was sick wild. on fair food this weekend too. It was. Did you? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. See? I got an elephant ear, and it was like. The size of an elephant ear, and then they're like, "Dude, elephants are extinct, man. I mean, endangered. You can't yeah. eat that. <laughs> they're extinct. They're extinct. They're dead." I went. I went <laughs> you were there this week. I literally playing with them. I literally <laughs> went and had a back, took my wife for a backstage uh, tour of the elephant exhibit at the Toledo Zoo. Why are they extinct? They're extinct. Elephants are extinct. I was about to say, what did you saw? A ghost? Robotic yeah. <laughs> robo ghost elephant. Yeah, they probably weren't even real. Probably not. They just they just took your money. Straight up took <laughs> it. I'm a fool. Straight up I'm, took it. I'm an, I'm an easy mark. They saw me, they're like, well, take this guy's money, we'll swindle him. Bring out the robot elephant. Oh, so I went with Fama Rick and my sister, and I was like, three elephant ears, please. And they're like, would you like toppings on that? And I'm like, wait a minute. You could put toppings on elephant ears? I didn't know this. How did you not know this? I did not know this. So what did you put on it? And then they were like, I was like, well, what toppings do you get? They're like, well, you can put raspberries on there, you can put blueberries on there, or you could put Bavarian cream on there. And I'm like, fucking Bavarian cream, <laughs> yeah. give it to me. And then they take like, I'm not kidding. How it, are you still alive? <laughs> yeah, it, it's like they took basically like a, their hand and just scooped this giant thing of Bavarian cream out and just slopped it on this elephant ear. I got about halfway through it, and of course it was like 78 out sunbeaming on me. I'm like, Bavarian Green was a horrible idea. Wow. And I got real sick from that elephant ear. Yeah. Okay, well, I uh, I got to play some League with my buddy Jazzy, and yep. we, we, kept it, fun. we kept it pretty low-key this weekend. We didn't go uh, try, to, try to hit gold yet, but... Um, did that. I also played my new Switch game... 
Cave Story Plus, and that's where I pretty much put most of my time was this new Metroidvania platformer that, I guess it's new for the Switch. The game came out in like 2004, so it's been around. It's been released multiple times across different systems, but this is the uh, the enhanced version brought out on the Switch. It's my first time playing Cave Story, and it's a Metroidvania game, so it's right up my alley. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm also playing through Ori in the Blind Forest, the definitive edition, which uh, I have. I've only played through the original version, so enjoying that as well. That's about it. That's about what uh, all the time I've had. I did pick up a lot of games. I picked up Next Machina. I played just enough just to, because I wanted to see. You know, I've watched a ton of videos. I was very excited for this game, so I wanted to play a little bit. It's really cool. Um, but I haven't had enough time to really, you know, spend spend with Next Machina to to tell you it's worth twenty bucks or not. But um, other than that, anything else going on, guys? Anything uh, exciting besides dancing with uh, extinct animals, eating way too much cream, and uh, you know, cable? I don't know. What do you? What, oh, you got some exciting news, cable? Some something about to go down. Oh, I'm about to make a major upgrade to my streaming. Yes, you are. Yes. Um, no longer creaky chairs like in between scenes every time you hear me move. I am right. about to make a trip up to DX Racer. I'm gonna I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss that cre- creaky chair. I'm not. That's part of that's part of your personality. I hate that damn chair. Creaky cable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just but, add creaks into your stream now. No. Yeah. No, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be uh looking to take a trip to the the showroom, and also for those of you that aren't aware, DX Racer is a Michigan-based company, so we're yes, we're looking to support a a local company here and give them uh, give them some some Michigan podcasts, mixing up with uh, Michigan entrepreneurship. So, I've been going back and forth on which chair to get because my son wants the black and red. And so I- yeah, so throw it out. So yeah, let's let's tell let's tell the people you're thinking. There's two options, right? Black and red, mm-hmm. or well. I'm oh, the oh God! Look, oh my God! Oh, now there's more swinging it. Oh man, this is breaking news, everybody. <laughs> I'm taking the black and orange out because it doesn't look orange. Oh my God! Because it looks more like. A... Wait, you are taking out orange. You wait, I... wait. What about something in like a no? Don't bright, get them... bright, light blue, bright yellow. Oh yeah, or brown and yellow. Yeah, you know, pencil Wolverine making the return. Hiya! I, I deserve that. <laughs> I deserve that. I deserve that. No, the orange is, it doesn't look right. Like, I can show you a picture of it. I won't, And I remember it being that way, and I didn't like it last time we went up there. Okay, so do you have a secondary option then, or you really just got the one option then? Black and red, and the split is between the blue, black and blue, or the black and gray. See, I like the black and green. That's it's sharp looking, but yeah, bla- that's what I'm I mean, I, you know, my vote's black and red, just sticking with the gamezilla colors and, uh, and all and all that, but you you know, and I mean, if your son wants black and red. You gotta you gotta give him what he wants. Yeah, I mean, he was like, "Ooh, I want the black and red one." I was like, "I don't like that color. You didn't pick the one I want." He's like, "No, black." In actuality, he's it. like, "You ain't sitting in this ever." Yeah, right. Yeah, if I ever catch you in this chair. Um, so if you had your pick, then what would you pick? If I had to go today, it would probably be the black and red. Okay, is it because of your son though? It's because of him and. Gamezilla, and okay. I don't like the black and orange that they have. So. Okay. All right. Fair enough. If you go there and they're like, introducing all new black and orange with real orange color, 
now what's happening? I'm not, black and orange. <laughs> man, just bailing on your kid. Just bailing on him. Like, hey. sorry, man. We're blood, but don't matter. Black and orange is my favorite color. <laughs> he would he pull, like, he'd give him like a white lie, though. He'd come home and be like, man, they were all of black and red. No, he, <laughs> you know what he'd do? Because we, we've been to the DX uh, headquarters before. We've been to the DX Racer headquarters. He'd grab one of those red and black wrist strap wristbands and go here you go red and black here's my red, here's my black and orange here's my black and orange chair oh i'm man. okay with that that's good yeah yeah I'm, good I'm call ex- i'm excited for i think i still have a red and black uh wristband so if they're out of them i'll just give you mine and you know that'll that'll make up for it i'm sure when we go up there they're gonna have a bunch in that basket we'll get some more yeah exactly so i thought that was pretty exciting and something you've been wanting and uh you know we've uh we've worked towards it and it's a cool uh Cool moment. Cool something cool to be able to add to your to your Welcome uh, to the setup. team. Well no, you're not on the team. Team Game and Chair, s- man. Team Game and Chair. Oh, okay. Yeah, Team That's Game and Chair. Yeah. You're not Detroit Rapids. Yeah, you, yeah. You, yeah. No, instead you went and bought a you bought a different team company. Video game and chairs. <laughs> what? Whittling Ooh. whittling table oh, chairs. Whittle. <laughs> Jesus. Are booing you more, Jazzy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll be on the soundboard next week, won't it? <laughs> Just like a loud crowd booing. Or oh, we can get the um the skit from Half Baked. Boo this man. <laughs> Alright, well we wanna we wanna thank everybody for the support through uh through the Patreon. So go yes, ahead. You Jazzy. can influence the show and you can get early access to GameZilla Alpha by supporting us on patreon.com slash GameZilla Podcast like A Bomb. Ooh, A Bomb. And A Bomb says, I have a very important and controversial question that I'm sure all of the listeners are dying to know. Who's A Bomb? Hey, just <laughs> let me finish the question, goddammit. <sighs> okay. Whoa. And the angle Sorry, I blew. There. I blew. Sorry, I blew into the mic again. I don't like it. There's a lot of mic breathing. This I time. would like to hear the correct pronunciation of "counsel." Is it "console" or is it "count soul"? Listening to your superb E3 coverage podcast, all I kept hearing was "count soul," and I pronounce it "con soul." Keep up the good work, Adam Bomb Diggity Tastic. I'm gonna I'm gonna address this the best way that I can from a CEO Gamezilla standpoint. Everyone that's part of this show has low IQ or has been hit in the head very repeatedly. I got left in a hot car when I was a baby and shaken. <laughs> Why is he laughing at that? Because he's been hit in the head, <laughs> just like you. No, but I mean, for all for all honesty, let's let's uh, let's address this here. Uh, council or council. I, I, even though maybe we were saying council because we had just you know done hard drugs and clearly didn't know what we were saying. I mean, I'm going to agree with him and say it's council. That, that's the correct word. Like a council is like city council. Yeah, or like <laughs> so. We're like, well, what's a council? Well, a commissioner Bill had to vote uh, that he would like it to be called Sega. Yeah. I realized, like, when reading this question, that I very rarely, and I, I noticed that listening back on those episodes, that I did say, "counsel" a lot, and I realized that before that episode, I real, I don't say "counsel" a lot. I always say my PS4 or my Xbox One or my Nintendo Switch. I don't yeah. usually I say use video game system. Video game system. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say I don't use the term console that much. Yeah, when we use it, I mean, I, I don't either. But I think like console wars, you know, like, like we because of E3, it brought it it brought it out more right. more so than normal. So not a word that we're you know I'm used to using. So 
hundred percent apologize for for uh, for saying it wrong. Yeah, I I hope that you really did think our E three coverage was superb because. Yeah, Clearly, we, you didn't think our our pronunciation, pronunciation. was good. So. I mean, if you've listened to me read emails, I can't pronounce shit. So, um, yeah. Well, you got what? What, what, what were you doing earlier today? I was well, video video gaming. Video gaming. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It was video game. We could bing snurch. You can bing snurch that and figure out what it is. Dude, bing. No one in this company can speak. Okay, it doesn't matter if it's Legend of Retro, <laughs> Gamezilla, Gamezilla Alpha. It doesn't matter if it's cable streaming. We we're all we're all over the place. It, that's why we're real. That's they say that's a difference. We don't try to like. Oh, we said that wrong. Just cut it. Let's let's you know. Let's I'm fix it. I'm not editing it. a damn yeah. thing. No, screw it, man. We're live. We're we're just, it's raw. So good call out. Yeah. Con- from now on, I'm console. gonna call it video game box. Yeah. Got that electronic box with with digital items in it. <laughs> yeah, been playing them them video game boxes on my 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 TV well, box. I like well, digital gaming. Long and short of it, Adam Bob, if you want to start your own podcast with me, I'll bail on these guys. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank God, take them. Yeah. This is the guy that we don't like let talk on the mic because you know yeah. it'd be just be a nightmare. I don't know much about word using. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't need you to press those buttons. Grimlock did a great job of it earlier. Yeah, you just take yeah. the palm of your hand and you just blast it. So we yeah. don't even have to press it anymore because you just pressed them all at once. I, I didn't even realize how easy it was. Here, I'll show you again. <laughs> it's super easy. That's why I can do it. A monkey could do my job. Thanks, Adam. Great question. Yeah. More but, of, but more, not like a monkey with big I don't hands. know if it's a great question or a great shout, like great call out. He put us on blast. Yeah, he put us on blast and we have we have no we have no area to to stand on. That was that was bad on our part. No, but like to be fair, now we were, the people know how to say it correctly. To be fair, we were four days into E three, losing our minds because we had like no sleep, and and it was it was a long it was a long. Yeah, think about this. I've never recorded no that much sleep. podcast over a time period ever. Listen, like, that was nuts. No sleep. They didn't feed me Taco Bell at all, which I requested at the beginning of all this. You don't get Plus, special privileges. I had to be in a room with Deadite for like four days straight. It, it's it's enough. You it's were happy. For, it's you, hard. We, we one didn't day think week. he was going to be here. We're like four days straight. No way in hell. There's no way the new the new wife is gonna let four days straight happen. And here he was. She was really excited that she didn't have to spend four days with him. <laughs> to be fair, that's yeah, that's the difference. Like, oh, she's been she's been around you long enough that she's like, you want to four days straight? Okay. Your anniversary yeah, was congr- over a week ago. Congratulations, yeah, thank, by the way. Thank you. You we, at, uh, you you beat the bets. That's right. You beat at, the bets. That's right. Everyone who took squares <laughs> against me, you owe me. The the schoolyard snacks you were betting with. I want my fruit roll-ups, I want my snack packs, and I want the stale dunkaroos. Pay up. Those stale dunkaroos are mine. What about no, you pay up. You what about me. gushers? Will you accept gushers? In lieu of the fruit roll-ups, yes. Fair. There you have it. Well, we also have a great sponsor that helps us put this show on every week. So, Deadite, tell us about our sponsor. DetroitBeardCollective.com. It's where you need to go right now. So grab your phone or your computer or steal a phone from a friend nearby you. Or use the web browser on your Switch. Oh. Use the web browser on your Nintendo Wii and (laughs) (laughs) go to, use your pointer and slowly type in DetroitBeardCollective.com. And I'm sure you have to delete a couple times because it's really easy to mistype with the the pointy clicky keyboard. It's terrible. Uh, The what kind of keyboard? Pointy clicky keyboard. It's terrible. Technical term. Yeah, it's uh, actually, I heard Reggie say it in uh, Nintendo Direct like 10 years ago, so. (laughs) 
Um, so go to DetroitBeardCollective.com, order a beard crate. You get to pick and choose all the different beard care products you need from DetroitBeardCollective.com. You get a great price on it. You get it bundled together, all the scents you want, and have it shipped directly to your house. It is the beard crate. It's the only place you can get it, DetroitBeardCollective.com, and use the checkout code MCGAMING to save 20% on orders, $25 or more. That is MCGAMING at checkout for DetroitBeardCollective.com. I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Now let's have it. What about this monster story of yours? Download complete. Aw, shit. That's right. It's time for some news. All right. So we got uh, quite a bit to go through here. So let's uh, let's just try to keep, keep it rolling here. I'll keep it short. That's what she said. First topic. Oh, SNES Classic has been confirmed by Nintendo. Crap. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wait, are you I like, kept it short. Are you crapping yourself with excitement or are you calling it Nobody crap? will know. I'm asking that you answer for yourself. I am I'm not excited about this. Okay. Well, it's just because you're Oh, I was gonna say, uh you're, I hear something. Yeah, mute your computer, you slob. I did. There. Anyway, five percent volume is not muted. Well, I guess not. The good news is I can still hear it. That's 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 uh, promising for my old hearing that I have because I'm old. Anyways, September 29th, the SNES Classic will be hitting store shelves, and Nintendo promises. Lies. They promise better quantities. Lies. More stores. You want one? You're going to be able to get one. For $79.99. So what do you get? You get the SNES Mini. You get two controllers. Ooh, well done. Two foot controllers? With five foot cords, which are Ooh. two foot longer than the previous cords. And 21 games. That's only 12. Wait, that's only nine less. <laughs> No, I think it's 12. No, it wasn't there 30 games in the original one? 30 or 33, I can't remember. But if there's 30, then it's, then it's 9 left. Pretty sure it was 30. 8 left. 9 left. <laughs> Who knows how many games are on that I, NES mini console? I, I, <laughs> I have a box upstairs. I just don't remember because I'll never use it. It's but, concerning to me that you handle the money for this company. Yeah, well, you shouldn't look at the bank. But <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless, gives me diabetes, $20 more, less video games. Yeah, but cords are longer, and sometimes less is more. You get an extra controller. Yeah. So the games, though, I'm I'm pretty. I was pretty impressed with the the list. I'm, let me run down them here. We got Contra Three, The Alien Wars, Donkey Kong Country, Hollow, Earthbound, should have been Donkey Kong Country, Final too, Fantasy Three, F Zero, Kirby Superstar, Kirby's Dream Course. That's my questionable one. The Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past, Mega Man X, Secret of Mana, Star Fox. Never released before Star Fox 2. Oh, it's a flying fox! <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> yeah, shout out to old the good old days there, Jazzy. Yeah. <clears throat> Street Fighter 2 Turbo Hyper Fighting, Super Castlevania 4, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, Super Mario Kart, Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars, Super Mario World, Super Metroid, Super Punch-Out, Yoshi's Island. Not bad. It's a good list. 
Now we just gotta wait, you know, thirty minutes after it launches, and someone will have it hacked with the entire SNES library. Decent. <sighs> I don't know. I <laughs> I tried to hype this up. I I I have an NES Mini. I gave up and only got it because it, it fell in my lap practically by someone saying they didn't want theirs. I was like, all right, cool, I'll buy it. But overall, are you, are you excited? Did I? So let me put this out there. Is this something you're going to go camp for? No, I'm not going to camp for it. Why not? Um, because eventually I'll just be able to get them all on virtual console. Um, <laughs> co- console, virtual console. Uh, console. Cow salon. Um, Virtual video game box. When it comes to cartridges, I technically only own two of the games on this list. I have Donkey Kong Country on original Super Nintendo cartridge. I have Link to the Past for Game Boy Advance. So for the most part, these are all games that I don't own or haven't ever owned in my life. So um, where with the NES Mini, I felt like I owned or played a lot of a ton of the games on there. So I would actually be pretty excited about this because there are a lot of games that I would be interested in playing. And um, because I didn't own a Super Nintendo until 2005, 2004, I think it was. And it was technically my older brothers. So I, did, I didn't I played Super Nintendo at other people's houses. So for me, this may be my first time to really get a quick jump to my Super Nintendo collection because I only own like five games for Super Nintendo. Okay. Jazzy. Man, I was really down on this and wasn't even thinking about getting it until that never released before Star Fox 2 release. And now I'm still... Not going to get this. You're a piece of shit. You know that? <laughs> God. I've, I can you honestly are... tell you that I've played, and by played, I mean not to completion. This... I have put a small to medium amount of time into three of these games. We already know that you suck as a gamer, okay? You don't have to keep proving yourself. Okay. Just wanted to, to prove myself. You need to prove yourself that, like, that would be one reason why you should play this. No. Have you ever played Incompletion Super Mario World? No. And we already know the answer to Zelda. No. But what about Donkey Kong Country? I have played Donkey Kong Country. I have not beat it. But it, as long as you've played it. Donkey Kong Country, Star Fox, and Super Metroid are the three games that I've dabbled with. And Super Metroid's list. like 30 seconds. Eh, 33. <laughs> you got, got the Morph Ball. You played Super. Yeah. Met- he played Super Metroid. And he couldn't. He couldn't name one bad guy. I just got the morph ball and then sat there and then while I was playing it, I kept rolling, rolling, rolling. This is not <laughs> the show for that. We were doing Owl City. That was the bit for today. The bit was talk right with Owl City, and then you try to turn it back on me. I've moved on past the Limp Bizkit. That was, yeah. that was actually, so ten shows. He ago. actually admitted that he wants to go see them live in concert. If, this is true. Before. No, 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 no. He said yes, it. He yes, said yes. it. He I said it. Next story is here. We go. Xbox. Exa- <laughs> muting everyone else except no, for me. No, you don't. This is too out of. Control. I said if I had to choose, be- if I had to choose between going to a pit, a pitbull concert, going to see Pitbull or Limp Biscuit, I'd pick Limp Biscuit because I could at least hear Rolling and the song is at least passable. Pitbull, because the Undertaker used to come out to it. Pit- pitbull, the fact that Pitbull is successful and has money makes me want to slit my wrist. 
Well, I'm glad we cleared that up. The show Jedi loves Limp Bizkit. Favorite, favorite song is Rollin'. Put it on record. Favorite band. He wants to see Rollin' live because Wes Borland's his boy. I'm actually going to get. <laughs> Wait, who's your favorite band? Limp Bizkit. I don't want you to say the whole thing. Limp Bizkit is my favorite band ever. Perfect. That'll um, be on yeah. the soundboard oh, next yeah. week. Right? So, so, um,. <laughs> I'm actually, uh, Grim and Sci-Fi are setting up appointments. Grim's going to get a Metroid tattoo. Sci-Fi is just going to get some Star Wars ink. I'm actually just going to get break stuff tattooed in old English right across the like my my upper back. Yeah, with Wes Borland's face with his blacked out eyes. Yeah, absolutely. Because you think he is the greatest artist of all time. Absolutely. I have uh, immense amount of respect Over for Over Lemmy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And wait, yeah, what and, are you going to get so, tattooed again? Sorry, I just... <laughs> <laughs> that one hurt. I was trying to go with it, and I really was like, I'm just going to, whatever he says, I'm going to go with it. And then he said that. I was like, yeah, yeah. What did I just do? I'm betrayed. So, let me, let me. I'm so sorry. The words are going to be break stuff. <laughs> yeah, break stuff. <laughs> I can't keep going because I'm going to cry. <sighs> the best part is he told me before the show, he goes, he said, pick out a news article that like that that impacted him, right? Yeah. I didn't. I didn't have no, to. He was gonna. He said he was gonna attack us all with news stories. Yeah. I was like, what's going? What are you gonna attack yeah. me with? I got you. Don't worry. I got you. I got you. And just wait till I sample this episode. Don't I can't worry. wait. Guys, it's always I a can't good time. wait. Don't worry about to it. see yeah. Dead Eye just cruising down the summer streets with his shirt off, with his <laughs> break stuff tattooed across his back, like just looking up <sighs> to the sun with a family first brim hat. <laughs> Man, that is totally my Limp Biscuit hat, my Ninja Turtles family first hat. All right, next topic is Xbox. Xbox exec teases big titles that haven't been announced yet. Why don't you make fun of him? For not being able to save video games. <laughs> Microsoft showed a lot of games during E3, but we all wondered where some of their big exclusives were. Where was Halo? Where was Gears of War? There's rumors of a new Gears of War coming that's not a shooter. And we saw nothing about it, heard nothing about it. Well, uh, it's actually called Gears of War Wars, and it's an oh. RTS. Oh. Spoiler well, that alert! That makes a lot of sense. Sorry to leak that one, Microsoft. Gears of War Wars. I yeah. like it. Yeah. Well. Anyways, one of the Xbox executives, Aaron Greenberg, has teased that there are big games coming to Xbox One. They basically said that they took E3 to show off 42 games, 22 of which have some form of console exclusive, uh, exclusive rights, and... They said they did this because those were all games that are coming in the near future. But they have mentioned that something is coming to Gamescom. So they're already hyping it up that this Gamescom, which is coming this August in Germany, is going to be bringing some news for Xbox. It may not be as big as people might expect, but they are bringing unannounced news there, followed by... Some more bigger announcements with the Halo team, the Gears of War team, things like that, which he did confirm are currently working on their next projects. So I thought this was interesting because I liked Microsoft's uh, approach at E3 this year where they really they kind of gave a good range of games, even if some of them weren't theirs or weren't exclusives, I should say. And then they come out and they back it up and say, well, we understand what we did. We did it because all these games are coming out soon. And the other game, you know, we thought we had a strong E3 without these staples and that these staples are still going to come. So, you know, it's win-win for them in their eyes. And I, I pretty much agree with them. I think they did a good, a good enough job at E3. And, and if they can really come out to Gamescom and announce some, something big along with 
start teasing the sixth Halo a new form of a new form of gears. Like obviously we're gonna get another shooter. Like we're gonna get that next chapter of JD Phoenix. But we're also now looking at and I don't want to get too excited because it probably could be like Gears of War similar to Halo Wars. So I'm saying it's called Gears of War Wars. Yeah, like that could very much happen where we're getting RTS. Gears of Wars with a Z. Yeah. Because I, I mean, it would. You you look at this game and you're like, yeah, you know what? This could, you could turn it into an RTS pretty easily. Not that it'd be a good RTS, but you could do it. Um, actually, uh, another scoop of what uh, Gears of War's War is going to be. I actually just got an email from Microsoft. Ah. Um, it's actually going to be a Candy Crush knockoff. Oh well, in that <laughs> case, oh, it's Gears. better than Halo Wars, so that's good. <laughs> Gears Puzzle Quest. <laughs> <laughs> better than Halo Wars, so again, I'm okay with it. <clears throat> I think this is crap. Of course you do. You just sold your yeah. Xbox. You gotta hate on Xbox. But here's the thing. I I did think that Microsoft did a great job this E3. They did have a lot of games coming out, and until they actually come out, I just don't have a lot of faith in them. So I'm hoping that they do have a lot of big announcements, and they come through, and they do make this turnaround, but unfortunately, until I actually see it, I just feel like this could just be a, oh, crap, yeah, we gotta say that you know, we have something good coming down the road because people are questioning our E3 now. I don't think people were questioning it. They just thought it's weird that a company that need, that didn't come out and go and blow their load on their exclusives like Sony. Okay, like that how many was a how great... many years how many years in a row do you have to sit there and say, in case you forgot, Xbox is Halo. Okay, we all we're all fucking brainwashed. We know it. Okay, Halo, Gears, Forza, we get it. It's Xbox, and you go look at Sony, and you go look at Naughty Dog, and and Santa Monica, and you. We know these staples. Like I don't need to be reminded every year that the company you fucking own is making a game. I get it. The fact of the matter that Microsoft took a different direction and said, you know what, here's 42 games. Some of these you've never heard of. Some of these companies we don't even know if they're going to exist next year, but we're going to show them. Because we want to show you that we don't just care about our first party. Yeah, we I don't. agree with the... And that, and that, to me, is what was Sony's message in the beginning of PS4, and they've lost. Oh, absolutely. That's what bugs me. And I so, agree like, with that on an E3 standpoint. Yeah. I'm just saying until I actually see this from Microsoft come out, I'm skeptical of them see what basically saying the, the the games. They're not their games, though, so why are I you know. blaming I'm Microsoft? Saying, I'm saying once they start bringing out their exclusive games, and they start coming out. like They they hyped up all these games like Scalebound, Cancelled. I know that's not them. Not I know it's game. a developer. But um, once they're like, hey, this is this is a Microsoft exclusive game, and here it is, and then it they comes out. They did that, E3. Like what? Crackdown 3, Forza, yeah. whatever. Like, those ha, ha, are... Have those come out yet? Yeah. No. But... The show was like two weeks ago. That's what I'm saying. So I could be skeptical that Microsoft in the past hasn't committed to having because a great of scale exclusive. Bound. Because of Gears of War past. wasn't a good exclusive. Name five great exclusives. You're not going to agree Xbox with me. One. I could do it every time. You never agree with me, so why should I do it? Just do it. You can't Gears, say Rise. You can't say Rise. I'm not going to say Rise. Gears of, Gears of War. Four. Okay. I agree. Gears of War Remastered. That's a cheap way out, but I agree. <laughs> Come up with something else. Completely remastered. Completely new game by a completely new company. Whatever. Give it to him. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. It's Sunset Overdrive. Okay. Okay. Ori. Okay. What else do you want? 
every Forza that they've made for the Xbox One? Uh, the best racing that... game in the, in the entire world right now? No. Uh, What's better than it? Gran Mario Turismo Kart? Gran Turismo, which is out right now? Gran Turismo is out. It no, is. The yeah. last Gran Turismo the, is yeah, out. Yeah, not on PS4. No, I'm thinking Gran Turismo. Uh, so Forza has owned it for how many years? What about Mario Kart? Mario Kart is not a simulation racer. No, it's what? Not. what was that sound? It's an arcade racer. It's not it's a simulated it's, cart it's, racer. It's a cart. It's not simulated. <laughs> You've never thrown turtles at each other and at a cart place like a golf course that has um the carts. Should I mute his mic and we just move? I, on? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just I have I have problem with people that never give credit to like they've done good stuff over the last two years. They've really tried to turn things around, and we want to sit there and yeah. shit all over them. No, I'm I'm saying that I have good hope for them, and I think they are making that turnaround. I just hope that they come through with it. Next news article. You were just saying you had doubts. Yeah. Doubts and hopes are different things. They're opposite I, things. I hope that they have, that they come out with the stuff, but I doubt them because of their past. So you think me. when they say something's coming out November or September, like Cuphead, you don't think it's going to come out? No, I think it's going to come out. It's just they haven't had a great run in the past for exclusives. I mean, that fit your game style. Well, and none of them fit my game style. Right, exactly. Because there's nothing... I would still have my Xbox One if there was a game that fit my game style. Well, you don't even try, though. You never even turned your Xbox One on after you bought it from me. Uh, it's not true. Yeah, it's pretty true, because the seal on Gears of War, the one game you bought, is still sealed. Yeah, it doesn't mean I didn't turn the Xbox on. <laughs> You said turn the Xbox <laughs> on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> love you, Grim. Listen, <laughs> I love PlayStation, but pull pull their dick out of your mouth a little bit and understand that Man. Xbox is doing things that are shaking your world and you're just a little scared. Ed, PlayStation's dick's been out of my mouth for at least three weeks now. Just because you play League of Legends doesn't mean you're not servicing Sony. Mr. PS4 Pro, PlayStation VR, every game known to God exclusive on the Sony, and then you go buy an Xbox for 100 bucks, yeah. and you buy Gears of War 4, a great game, and you never play it. Even though people asked you numerous times to play. Not, I'm not saying me. I know I, I dropped the ball on that one. So it's Ricky because wanted I, to play it. Okay. So it's because I own the consoles that I'm servicing Sony. No, it's just because of all the support. Because I you technically own more Nintendo gaming units than I do Sony. <laughs> That's, I mean, yeah. But what's the one thing you told me you'd collect if you could? Sega. No, don't don't lie to me. Just go ahead and say it. Tell me what you said. Sega. You said Sony products. What do you play Dragon Seeds on, Jazzy? Oh, my mic was muted because I, I thought you guys were going to start yelling. What do you play Dragon Seeds on, Jazzy? <laughs> Nothing because I don't own a PlayStation 1. I'm glad I bought that for your birthday. Yeah, I'm going to come over here and you're going to let me play your PlayStation 1. Because you're a good friend. How many Sony exclusives do you own, Jazzy? Wow, even even Ooh. he's going to go at you. A lot. I'm just curious. You own a lot. I mean, I do own a lot. And, this, and, and there's and, nothing and, wrong with I'm that. not going to say that they were all great because I own some exclusives to Sony that were hot garbage as well. Man, remember so, Drawn Name to five. Remember Drawn that to were hot garbage? Name five. I'm just, I'm just doing this because you didn't You want me to name five exclusives? Name five shitty exclusives on the Sony that, okay, you, that um, are hot garbage that you're trying to be, you're trying to be <laughs> Mr. Even Guy over here I can now. name all five of them with one game. Yeah, go ahead. And it better not be what I think The Last is. Guardian. All five of them. That's... That's that's, what? that's how hot, much hot garbage I get. 
The Last Guardian. Yeah, but you should have known in buying that game. You should have known in buying that game it was hot garbage because it was in development for 27 years. It was originally uh, going to come out of the master system. It was originally going to come out of the master system. (laughs) And they just kept rolling. I got one of those. I could have played it. Yeah, you could have played the original. There's actually a beta on the Atari 2600 if you want to play it. They look about the same. I wonder if they're going to bring that game out on the new Atari system they're bringing out. So are you admitting you can't name five horrible games? Nah. I mean, there's games I didn't like, but I wouldn't call them horrible. Just like all those games that you named on the Xbox that I bashed are probably good games. I just don't care for them. Yeah. Because you never gave them a chance. Right. Just like you never gave Zelda a chance. Uh, I'll say Breath of the Wild I never gave a chance. That's the, I gave worst. A strong, That's the worst. I gave a strong <sighs> shot to uh No, you you Ocarina didn't even make, make it through the Deku tree. You, <laughs> That's you how horrible that game was to me. Oh my god. You didn't even make it through the Deku tree. I made it through the Deku tree. I just wanted to prove a point. <laughs> thank you, Cable. See, Cable, Cable, thank you. I I just wanted to make a point here. That that your opinion on on someone doing bad is maybe Slightly skewed, because you've been very focused one direction, and that's League of Legends. I think League of Legends is doing bad right now. Riot's making some horrible decisions right now. I still love the game, though. How does them doing bad have anything? It's my opinion. I think they're doing bad because they haven't shown me in the past that they've done good. You never even looked, though. And I'm hoping that they're going to do better. I think my problem is, is that you've never looked to see if they've done good. I've never had a reason to look if they've done good. Right, because you're because you're over here happy. This L- one listen, little, this one listen, little patch of grass. Listen, you want to know what? If you take, a, if you build, if you make a cupcake, let's say you bake <laughs> yeah. a cupcake. Oh God, all right? here we go. It's a jazzy analogy. <laughs> oh God. Let's say you let's, let's say you bake a cupcake. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the greatest fucking cupcake in the world. Yeah. And then you bake another cupcake, and it is shit. It's the worst fucking cupcake you'll ever eat in your life. Oh, this is That's what people feel at the last episode of this podcast. If you, this put, yeah. if you put that sh- that shitty cupcake in nice packaging, you can sell it. Because somebody's going to buy it because the packaging makes it look all fancy. Now wrap this now, up with a bow. Now if you take that great cupcake, the best cupcake you'll ever eat in your life, and you wrap it in a pile of dog shit, <laughs> that you're ruins not going to eat the cupcake. That ruins the cupcake. It's not the same. Microsoft has never given me something in a shiny package that I'm like, man, I want to try I this. They gave me were... a bunch of dog okay. shit cupcakes. I love, I love this example because I never realized you were that shallow. That you could because the shiny you couldn't look past a shiny wrapper or a, or a dull wrapper to no, see they have to, to sell see me the, the content that's behind it. Right, they have to sell me the game by. Uh, obviously, I'm a sucker for packaging. I'll say that right now. So if they had a cool-looking box or something like that, I'd buy it. But um, they have to sell the game, and nothing that they've sold in the past that's a Microsoft exclusive has interest me. You bought Gears. It interests me for a hot second. I just never played for it. For a hot second, but I never played it. I'm not saying that Gears is a bad game. I still would like to go back and play Gear. I mean, I can't now, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's sold Max Xbox One. Oh, well, actually, you can. You can play it on your PC now. Yeah, see? Who needs an Xbox One when you got PC? <sighs> Next news topic is Detroit Become Human will launch in 2018. This is dumb. Quantic, Quantic Dreams has confirmed. Worst news I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'll go on with the news. I'm just trying to argue with you. 
This is shitty news because I want to know why this wasn't part of their goddamn presentation. Why wasn't this at the end of the trailer during Sony's presentation? Yeah, 2018. Yeah, you didn't give me a month. You didn't give me anything. You just said 2018. You did it with plenty of other trailers with, like, God of War and stuff like that. So why not just throw a 2018 tag if you're going to come out days later at the end of E3 and say, oh, yeah, um, it is coming out in 2018. Like, that just, like, I, this just goes on to the example of, like, missing, just missing key marketing moments during E3 where it was just like, you, okay, here's where you had the world's attention. Like, yeah, you had a lot of people at E3. You had 30,000 people at E3, whatever. But during your presentation, you had millions. And you didn't decide to throw a date up there. You just waited for three days later for some some interview to go on and be like, I'd be like yeah, on a couch somewhere. Like, yeah, it's coming out 2018. Confirmed. I just, I don't get it. I do not understand Man. the thought process behind it. Sony's whole conference was like no, that. No, no date no. on the trailer. Yeah. It was, to keep my analogy going, Sony's conference this year was like, hey, here's a shit-wrapped ship wrapped cupcake, and we don't know if it's the good or the bad one. Is it a ship-wrapped cupcake or a shit-wrapped cupcake? It's a shit-wrapped cupcake that's on a ship coming <laughs> to you. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That's a shitty cupcake. I actually shipped it using oh United Postal Service. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, it was hard, tough getting through customs with that bitch, but because it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> what customs were you going? Where are you shipping this to? What is going on right now? <laughs> holy shit! <laughs> he said, "Holy shit!" Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that is it is confirmed by the developer themselves. It's coming out next year. So. Let's hey, hope. Let's hope they're not lying. Because the, the game looks Detroit. promising, and it's by he- the developers of Heavy Rain, which I loved. So, all right. Next topic was a no show at E3, and honestly, I didn't even think about the fact that they were a no show until I until I saw this. I was like, oh my god, that's right. They were. Oh, you mean dreams? Yeah. Where the hell's dreams at? It's dead. Oh, okay. Well, I was actually talking about where the hell was Sucker Punch. Oh. Sucker Punch, a Sony-owned developer that's, you know, a big deal, creator of Infamous. And the last installment would be Infamous Second Son or... Um, what was one with the girl, right? Yeah, what was the DLC that they added? Was it Last Light or yeah. First Light? Something First like Light. First, First Light. Light. Yeah. So they've been developing something because Yoshida and several other Sony execs have talked about playing Yoshi. it. They've talked about playing this game from Sucker yeah, Punch. and then cut themselves off because they were going to tell too much. Well, this no, so yeah, this time around they actually, so they currently they were talking about it, but they've they've mentioned that they've played this game in the past at in past interviews, but they they've also said that this game was you know first light came out in 2014, so you're talking almost three years that they've been working on something that we've seen nothing. So, yeah. long story short, the article is basically saying that it has been confirmed by Yoshida himself. Sucker Punch is making is is involved developing a game right now, because there was some speculation that they were actually working on a movie. Because you know Sony can't keep they their cleared sh- that up in yeah. the interviews. Yeah, they cleared it up in the interviews. Sucker Punch is working on a video game. They that's all, and and he was about to say what it was almost, and then said I need, literally said I need to stop talking about this, Yoshida himself. So. Yep. Whatever it is, it's not as easy as coming out and saying it's a new Infamous. And needless to say, I, the rumors are it's a, new, it's a brand new IP. 
from Sucker Punch. So not a movie. And the other reason, not a movie. And the other thing that they've mentioned is is it a sequel to the Zack Snyder movie Sucker Punch? Maybe. If it is, then we're in trouble. The video game. I thought that movie was pretty good. If it is, then we're in trouble. (laughs) 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 I loved it visually, Cable. I loved it visually, but overall, Zack Snyder generally makes a giant pile of just steaming poo. Except for Legends of Guardians, the Owls of Gahool. Yeah, Owls of Gahool. Give the horns to the Owls of Gahool! All right, so Man, the, one, shout out owls. the one thing to take into consideration here is that Sony has held back like this before to save for a big announcement at PlayStation Experience. So there's a possibility that later this year we could see what Sucker Punch is working on and they could use it as a feature piece at their own show, which would be cool. Here's what really happened here, right? Sony and Sucker Punch are like best friends. All right, and then Sony comes up to Sucker Punch is like, man, you going to E3 this year? And Sucker Next Punch story. is like, no. Nah. And then Sony's like, man, I don't want to go either. And then they just like sent the B team. Yes. <laughs> Next story. <laughs> I can't keep this doing is this. Cold, I can't man. keep doing this. Hey, in uh, the Owls movie, do they live in a city? Uh, you know, I would I would have to call the community they lived in somewhat of a city, some oh. sort of an owl type city. I don't remember a city. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was a tree. Yeah, but tree city, it's all sort of a vague descriptor. Was it fireflies? There were fireflies, yeah. Thousands of them. <clears throat> Overwatch and Hearthstone is are they're about to reduce the number of duplicate loot items. Thank God. About time. <laughs> about time indeed. <laughs> If the, Blizzard was like, oh shit, we're not making money on loot boxes anymore. What can we do to get people to buy more loot boxes? There's only one thing that angers me more than Owl City, and that is fucking duplicate <laughs> loot boxes in Overwatch. Holy hell, how many how many loot boxes have you opened? And what is it, four items, Cable? Yeah, four items. How many of you opened were all four were dupes? Like all of them. Like- Dude, <laughs> I kid you not, I was on a streak of like, 15 boxes in a row were at least three in every box. I mean, you're, going, dupe. To, you're going to loot boxes being disappointed, and you still get disappointed. I remember right? my second loot box. That's crazy. I remember when we first started playing this, we were super hyped. Everybody got to their, their level two and got their loot box, and then they got to their level three, got their second loot box. And I remember you're all like, oh, I got this, I got this, like super cool. And you all got new shit. I got two dupes in my first fucking loot box. <laughs> my second fucking loot box. That is what you deserve. <laughs> That's what you absolutely deserve. Like, I've dupes got, in your second. I've got four the first time. How do you get two dupes out of the Look, second one? Listen, after what you said about Nintendo and Xbox, and even you bash your own, your own boy Sony, this is just karma, man. Yeah. This is just karma coming back at you and saying, fuck you, Jazzy. Yeah, fuck all y'all. Take it all. Take it all right in the pooper. Now, if you really wanted to talk about karma, she is a great oh, support. Well, moving on. Legends. So anyways, this is exciting. This is from, from Jeff Kaplan saying that they are going to improve this as clearly it needs to be tweaked. All right. More Overwatch news. The latest Overwatch patch name checks rumored new hero and returning event. Dome Fest. That's right. We got our next, our next hint or tease of this Doom Fist that we're never gonna get. I don't think. But Doom Fist slash Summer Games. Summer Games being the comeback event. Doom Fist being the next tease of this long rumored new hero. 
what, what do you think? Is this enough to uh, Wait, to that bring? That was Lucio Ball. Is it's this Lucio Ball. yeah? Oh, is this, this enough event. to bring the mighty cable back to Overwatch? Uh, I've actually been playing Overwatch a little bit off on my PS4. Just I don't know. I'm I'm excited for Doomfist. I called this shit out when they uh, like when we first started going live on um, Twitch that Doomfist was going to be at BlizzCon and he's going to be at BlizzCon. Ah, BlizzCon. That'd be all right. I'd be down for that. I think that's what they're shooting for. I'm still waiting on the freaking movies that they're promising us, the little shorts. Yep, yep. We haven't got those yet either. But uh, Jazzy, will this bring back the 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 healer of all healers, Jazzy um, Fiddle? I would say the news that we have, no. If That's all I want. This Jedi, year, will this bring back the Roadhog? <laughs> oh, have we you seen the changes miss? to Roadhog? Well, I think it's about due time for me to get on the streets and get hooking, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and I should start playing Overwatch again. Yeah. Have you seen the changes to Roadhog? No. I don't think you like Roadhog anymore. No what do they do to my boy? Why is he getting nerfed all the time? What happened? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did nerf him. His shots don't longer, like, he can't one hit, like, Tracer anymore. Unless you hit her dead on. You should be able to dead on hit Tracer. She's impossible to hit. If that's that's gone, um, they gave him five shots instead of three, which is pretty cool. Oh, okay, that's sweet. And hey, overall took down his damage. He's he's pretty much out of the meta right now. So that answers that. You're not coming back to Overwatch. Well, see Overwatch. I got depth to play. <laughs> uh, I got Destiny two coming out. I got Splatoon. So Overwatch. Screw the new question is what healer is in the meta right now? Uh, Anna and Mercy. Put your mic down and stop acting a fool. <laughs> well, acting I can a play fool some, is my I job. I can play some mercy. So, if, so go if ahead. My friends you, get back what into do you it. Need? I'm in. You were gonna, you were gonna be like, this doesn't interest me. But yeah. if they took it off Xbox, so that way the Xbox didn't have Overwatch, then I'd play. Okay, so the loot box is cool. They should have done this a long time ago. It's interesting. It's not gonna draw me back to the game. Uh, Summer Games is horrible. Absolute garbage. It was probably the worst out of all the events they've done. I hated Lucio Ball. I was terrible at it. No, it was awful. (laughs) Have you ever played? Have you ever played Rocket League? Yeah, Rocket League is fun. Okay, yeah. If you play Rocket League, League Lucio Ball is garbage. So if my friends come back to play, I'm in. But this news isn't going to bring me back. Last Overwatch news is simply, if you are Amazon Prime or Twitch Prime, they have teamed up with Blizzard and are giving away a legendary loot box for free. Fuck it, I'm back in. That's pretty sweet. (laughs) What do I got to do to get that? Guaranteed to get a yellow drop. And they're more likely going to be duplicates. Is, now, is that only- oh, that would be so <laughs> fucking pissed. <laughs> is that only for PC or is that... No, that's for everybody. Yeah, everybody. I got to get into my wife's Amazon account and get my loot. That's right. So that's our Overwatch news. Uh, if you're still playing Destiny 1, Bungie is beginning to wind down Iron Banner and Trials of Osiris. So if you're still grinding for some of those super cool emblems on Destiny 2 for all the time you spent Destiny 1, you're running out of time and you better hurry up. Because the last events, the final time for Trials of Osiris and Iron Banner will be August 1st through August August 11th. And August 11th. Through, yeah. Isn't no isn't oh, yeah. August first and eleventh. Yeah. 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 
So after that, they will be uh, they'll be shut down. We're also going to be seeing a shutdown here for a nine hour window coming up. They haven't confirmed the date yet, but uh, getting ready for the Destiny Two beta. So they're going to be taking down Destiny One to do that, which again is like, oh great! So you're using some form of the same assets of something to yep. run the new one. You're just updating these servers. Yeah. So <laughs> hopefully that's just for the beta. <laughs> but yeah. So if you're still grinding, you're Small running, point. you're running out of time. So get ready for your your last round of Iron Banner and Trials of Osiris. More Gamescom news coming out already, and again, Gamescom's not till August 22nd, and it runs through the 26th. But Square Enix has come out. Final Fantasy 15 has a big announcement at Gamescom. I hope so because they're after... canceling the VR. <laughs> yeah, that would you be the greatest news That would news be amazing ever. news. I would I would gain regain respect for for this game. But anyways, the team behind Final Fantasy 15 has confirmed that it has big plans for the game to be announced at this year's Gamescom. So that's really all that they've said. But I think it's it's interesting because we already know about the DLC, and the DLC has been widely accepted as very good addition to the game. We already like the game. We've talked about Jazzy and myself have beat it. Cable, did you ever finish it? Nope. Okay, so Jazzy and I have finished it. We both really enjoyed it, and uh, we all know what we think of the VR announcement that we saw of Noctis bass fishing bullshit. Deep monster fish. Yeah, a.k.a. hot garbage. I'll agree with you on this point. Yeah, thank it's you. It's like a shit cupcake wrapped in shit with some <laughs> shit frosting on it. You really like to, like... Compare stuff up. to shit. Yeah. And cupcakes. Yeah. That's because I like cupcakes. Yeah, I'm not even going to ask. I eat a lot of cupcakes, so I I'm shit not even going to ask. <sighs> Is this so. because you like Frat Princess a lot? Is that why? No. It's a great game. I mean, but she loved her cupcakes. Sounds like I can get down with her. <laughs> Keep the show going. So we got yeah. <laughs> So we have uh, you know, like I said, the DLCs, which are t- taking all the support characters, and letting you play as Prompto, Gladius, uh, Gladios, and uh, Ignis. Ignis. I always forget Ignis. So um, he was the dumb one. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Did you, do you remember who Prompto is? <laughs> okay, yeah, he was crazy, but uh, okay. I will tell you this. All right, I I. I did not like Prompto. He was like the spaz that took pictures of everything, and he was like he was like the little brother you didn't want to yeah, watch on yes. this journey. Yeah, he was the jazzy. But I will tell you this: he was the worst character in the game until and spoil. If you haven't played this part, then okay. just, just, yeah, don't listen for the next thirty seconds. Until Ignis like went blind, and then you had to like wait for him to fucking follow you the whole time. Hundred percent. That was the okay. worst. Hundred percent. I agree with you now. <laughs> I forgot about that, and that you're right. That was the turn that just ruined it for me. All right. Well, um, I agree with that. Safe. It's safe now. Yeah. It's safe. Did you hear it, Cable? No, I did not. Hear okay, it. Good. Yeah, good. Well, it was all about how it actually happened uh, on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, it all happened on the moon. <laughs> Earth at, is destroyed. At the end, they get into a wormhole, and they all go back to Final Fantasy 1. Yep, so. and then you got to play through all of them just to get a good ending. That'd be fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um, we also know that there's um, been talk about co-op multiplayer mode coming out for this game. So, it is cool to see how much support Final Fantasy 15 is getting, probably because it's going to take another 15 years to get Final Fantasy 16. So, you know, we, we get what, we can, what they give us. So This is what we need. They need to come out with this news. Comrades, which is their multiplayer DLC in VR, 
and then it will save their VR experience for this game. I'm done. No, there's no saving. The, there's no saving their VR. They just need to focus on the game, continue good DLC, and and just just stop. <laughs> would you replay it if the whole game? They announced that the whole game is now co-op. Yes, hundred percent. I would. That would be a lot of freaking fun. That 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 would definitely. You'd be able to play through because you could play with us. I'd probably want to team up with someone like Cable who hasn't beat it yet, so that I could like enjoy that aspect of like seeing. See, who do we hearing their reactions to things? But. Okay, so we got to find a fort. You in? You want to be our fourth? No. Okay. So <laughs> we just have the three of us. Who do each one of us get to? Who? Who? Uh, you know who? You, okay, you're playing, and you get to pick who you want to be, and then you get to pick who Cable, Two KX, and I are in your oh, campaign if we're doing like, for multiplayer. Oh, if it was more than two people. Oh, so it's three player co-op now. We're saying no, it's four player co-op. Yeah, but yeah, the, oh, the oh, comrades four. will be four player. Co-op. Oh, I got you. I got you. Okay, so um, who who would I play? Yeah, who would your who would you play as? Gladios. Okay, so you're Gladio. Yeah. And then who is Cable and who am I? Man. Cable's never played we're playing through the, the main story. Yeah, just then he's going he's going to stick with Noctis cuz he needs he needs the, the that aspect of it. Okay. And you're going to be Ignis. Yeah. Because of what we talked about. <laughs> also, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I take it back. What is the chick's name with the big boobs? Cindy. You, Cindy. You're Cindy just so that you're out of the way. No, oh, man. I want to be Cindy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. You're Cindy. Jazzy's Cindy's dad. Sid. 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 And you're Cindy. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. Glad we got that figured out. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next topic. Go work on them cars with your We got some player unknown Glad battlegrounds you. news. Player unknown battleground. Is three months old, folks. Since its early, whatever alpha release, three months ago, it has sold four million copies on Steam. Holy crap! AKA, this game is not technically officially a release yet, and it has four million copies sold. So, pretty good. Wanted to congratulate them for that. This is um, this is some big news for them. Obviously, right on the tail of Xbox announcement. And now the rumor is coming around that PS4, eventually we could have this on the PS4. Now, this is where I think this is where I think Xbox can does have an advantage is the sense of like when you look at something coming from PC, it just seems to fit on the Xbox easier. And I don't know if that's because it's really, you know, how I, I don't know the architecture of these systems. But the Xbox seems to me more like a PC than, the, say, the PS4 does as far as architecture. So we're seeing these er, these Steam early access games rolling over to the Xbox first because I think it's less work for the developer, which is always important when it comes to me making a product and saying I want you to bring your game. If it's easier for you, then you know you have an advantage. But you know, the the creator the creator of Battle Unknown, Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Says we're always looking at various platforms to potentially introduce our games. So this was not a confirmation that it's coming to PS4. Yes, there's been rumors. Switch, but <laughs> yeah, good that luck. Would be nuts. Good luck on that one. But it is um, it is confirmed for, for Xbox One coming this year. Yeah, I'll and, be playing it. Yeah, and on my One X. 
mute his mic for the rest of this show. <laughs> done and done. You are no. That that was over the line. Just move your mic out of the way. So, anyways, it was just interesting to see that the creator is uh, is actively looking at other platforms. Meaning, really, the only thing that's left for him is PS4. And if some miraculous way it can run on the Switch, I don't know. iPad. It's coming to mobile. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that. So I do. And then this one's for Cable because we all know he loves Call of Duty. Modern Warfare Remastered standalone PS4 release confirmed, and it's out next week. This should have been happening. It should have never been <laughs> this way from the get-go. What are you talking about? It Putting should... it behind a paywall? What's wrong with that? You put what it you... behind a whole... <laughs> it's one thing to put it behind a paywall, but to put it behind a shitty-ass game, too? No, whoa. Whoa, man. I don't even remember the name of this game, but infinite it is not shitty. Warfare. Is it infinite? infinite Warfare? Yeah, Infinite Warfare was a masterpiece. You get a fucking attack dog that runs around? Fuck that, no. Listen, Infinite Warfare was a game changer that caused them to go back to World War II. It was a landmark in gaming. Listen. Uh, shit stain in gaming. I 100% agree with you that that when they announced the, the remaster of Modern Warfare, but then they said, oh, but you have to buy this game to get it, was a load of shit. And I think it it they did well. They sold plenty of copies, but now now they're looking for that quick cash grab. This is that this is such a this is such a shitty move on their part. We're like, okay, well now that we took all the money we could get out of the suckers that wanted to buy this game that we knew was not good, now we'll offer it to other people in its own separate release. Like, come on. I mean, I'm gonna get it. No, you're not. No, you. <laughs> I'm going to get it just because I love this one. This Modern one Warfare was where I stopped. I loved it. this. This was a good game. This was a good Call of Duty. If you actually believe that there is one, this is it. And Modern Warfare Two was good too. Oh, Black Ops Two was amazing. I never like. I'm not saying it's bad. I just never was a Black Ops fan, and mainly was because of Modern Warfare. I loved Modern Warfare so much that when we went to Black Ops, I just didn't. It just it just didn't do it for me. Man, Black Ops was my clan days too. <laughs> Man, I played Modern Warfare on the Wii. How? Man, that that point, that point and click on the keyboard, you point and shoot, that's that's the way to play the game. Don't even get your mic ready. You're muted, boy. I'm just getting out of the way so I can see the TV. Yeah. <laughs> so, Cable, are you ready? June 27th. It's only going to cost $40. I'm ready. I'm going to get it. $40 after this game's been out for how long? I think that's a total. Since I'm not getting the piece of shit that came with it, I'm okay with the forty bucks because it's a great game. So they're proving that the Infinite Warfare is only worth twenty, and that this actually was worth the other forty. Yep. I just think this is. <laughs> I, I think it should be thirty or lower. I do think that. I think it shouldn't come in at the forty. Yeah, the forty is. price. This is why it just unsettles me. I'm just like I, I just hate the fact that that they're doing it this way. It makes it feel like a giant cash grab. Oh, no, I was playing Modern Warfare 3 on the Wii. It's only $7 <laughs> on eBay if you want to buy me a copy. Nope. Um, also, Grim, uh, if you just want to give me you know, just a friendship gift, uh, you can actually get me Black Ops on the Wii for $3.25. All right, let's move into our last topic, and that <laughs> is that Sony is no longer the top dog when it comes to money in the gaming industry. GameZilla is with all that Patreon money. Yeah. Thank you, Patreon. 
friends. That's how bad everybody else is doing. No, Nintendo's market value climbs past Sony once again. That's right. The big N is the highest it's ever been since 2008. Thanks to the success of the Nintendo Switch and Pokemon Go, Nintendo's market value has climbed considerably, eclipsing Sony's entire electronic and entertainment divisions. Whew. Now, that's not much to say because if you took PlayStation out of Sony's like portfolio, Everything else is they, would, they would be in bankruptcy right now. Pretty much. <laughs> so, so, again, PlayStation is floating these, these guys right now. So, anyways, combine all of Sony, Nintendo has surpassed them. Uh, according to the market, uh, Nintendo is now at $49.8 billion, just ahead of Sony, which is currently at $48.6 billion. It's important to note that because Sony's interests are significantly broader than Nintendo's, this isn't an entirely straightforward comparison, which is true. We've talked about it. Their movies, their their uh, hardware into music and computers and, and everything else. So, <clears throat> but I thought it was interesting that in a sh- the short time of the Switch launch, and we've known the success, we've seen we've seen the news. We Pokemon Go has been this this. I mean, as much as we want to make fun of it, it's been the the app. Of our generation, practically, you know, pretty much. Um, Nintendo is doing so well, right on the verge of opening theme parks and doing and doing all this other stuff that that we've always wondered why Sony hasn't, or sorry, why Nintendo hasn't done it in the past with with spreading that IP, the, their IPs out there, like Mario, like Donkey Kong, like like all these these famous characters, and getting them out there more so that it taps the not just the gaming industry, but it just taps the world better where you could be generating revenue for your company when maybe someone's not necessarily playing a video game. So I just, uh, I thought it was an interesting point. What is, uh, what are your thoughts on this, let's say 2018, moving into 2018 for the, the outlook of Nintendo versus the rest of the, the industry? Here we are sitting here saying, Sony's got 60 million units. Uh, Microsoft's got 40 million units. You know, PC is the superior race killing everybody, but here's Nintendo sitting on top of them all when it comes to the dollar bills. Well, the the thing is, is what is Sony and Microsoft, and wh- what are they all doing right now? Coasting. They're, they're kind of, co- I mean, yeah, okay. Xbox One X looks awesome. PS4 Pro's been out for a while, but so, uh, Nintendo launched a brand new platform. So obviously that's going to give them a leg up. It's going to help... You know, bolster this, and it, it was successful. It's been successful, and it looks like things are continuing to get on board. We're seeing developers getting on board. We're seeing retailers continue to replenish the stocks. They're actually making these systems. So Nintendo's doing a lot of things right with the Switch, and they had a good E3. So they're they're poised to have a really good remainder of 2017 and good 2018. And I'm interested to see what Sony and Microsoft are going to do next year. Because I think 2017, hands down, is the year of Nintendo. Nintendo's won the year. Yeah, They have it. We're halfway through the year. They have it. Yeah. So let's see what 2018 looks like. I think that's tougher to predict. But I think Nintendo uh, rightfully has worked very hard to win a year that they had their five years behind. They really lost for a while. Do you think that uh, Nintendo has proven that the, the hybrid handheld, the future of handheld, handheld is back in a way that it's never been before. So, you know, Game Boy had its moment. It was it was amazing. And that era didn't have smartphones. You didn't have competition for the little box in your hand. But now we have a Nintendo Switch that people are enjoying taking everywhere and playing in unique ways. 
we've seen these patents that are rumored about Sony. We've never, we've never heard any word about what Microsoft's game plan is if they have one for mobile. Do you think 2018 could be that year where these other companies step in and try to take a piece of that market that right now Sony's or sorry Nintendo's standing in alone? I do not think Microsoft will. I, I they've never been in the space. I think they they're. Uh, they're launching the Play Anywhere strategy, allowing you to play your Xbox games on a PC, a.k.a. your laptop. I think that is really, if if Microsoft wants to hone in, that's what they should focus on. Hey, you can play your Xbox games on a laptop. That way they don't have to have an extra piece of hardware out there. They can just highlight a feature of something they already own. And, yeah, if they really wanted, they could release a special Xbox Surface or something that's tuned to the nines where you could do that. Um, they That's could a release idea. a special Xbox laptop to do it, and then it's really still more of a laptop with branding on it. I love the Surface idea. That's that's genius because it's another one of their products. Yeah, and then you could if they released a special gaming Surface, that could be very good business for them. But I would not be surprised if seeing this, the success of the Switch, if Sony's ready to launch their third handheld. 2018, we'll see it at E3. And uh, maybe they'll give it a serious go now that they're seeing the success of what you actually can do if you focus on your handheld. And they're going to call it the homeboy. I would, I would, t- I would aggressively <laughs> tip my hat to you, Sony. Be like, well played. You sniped what Nintendo should have done. Like the Sony homeboy riots in the streets. Yeah. Right, Nintendo, Nintendo fanboys just butt hurt right in the street. Like, boy, is our word. You can't have that. All right, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna regret saying this, but can we unmute Jazzy here? I want his input on this. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're gonna ruin the show. It's fine, but come on. You own a Vita, or you did? I don't know if you still own it or not. I still own a Vita. You own a 3DS. Yes. You own a Switch, mm-hmm. but you're on the other side of it that maybe handheld's not as important to you. So I'm gonna I want to ask you the same question. Do you think the success of the Switch is going to push Sony or a competitor? To look into the mobile market, absolutely, and I and I think it should. Um, my mobile gaming, I feel, is completely based upon game. Like, there's a lot of games that I've played on my PS4 that I wish were on my Vita. Sure. So I think you have to have the right the right games there, and I think Nintendo's doing a great job of of selecting the games and selecting developers to make games to go onto the Nintendo Switch. Everything that's come out for the Switch so far that I've either played or seen played via somebody in the group or a friend, I've, I'm like, this is perfect content for the Switch. So with all of the success that Nintendo has had, I know I was skeptical in the beginning because I wasn't on board day one with the Nintendo Switch, even though I kind of was, but kind of wasn't. I think... Th- as of right now, the success that the Switch has had in my eyes, being somebody that really didn't think that they were going to do well, th- these other companies would be stupid not to make some sort of mobile device that can compete with it. I think we're moving into that next generation of the Game Boy. I think Game Boy dominated, right? We, we, watched, we watched Nintendo dominate handheld for generations. <laughs> And yes, there's tablets and there's smartphones that have taken some of that industry, but it's a, it's different. When you hold a Switch and you play full-blown Mario Kart on it, on the go, on a TV, or sitting down with eight people wirelessly at a table, there's no tablet, there's no smartphone, there's no anything like it. 
So what can my question is what can Sony do and what can Xbox do that are known as the guys that are going to give you that more powerful device that are going to say, here's our portable, but unlike Nintendo's kitty unit, it's gonna play just like the Xbox X. Yeah. Because they already made the Xbox X smaller than the Xbox One S. So I'm not saying 2018 is the release date, but if you're telling me that in the next three, four, or even five years, you're going to, with tech, the way technology is going, that Xbox and Sony would be the one that's going to release that portable device that's going to play with your, with your home system just, just like what they always wanted the Vita to do. And basically, you're going to have 4K on a portable monitor walking around with you playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Playing Last of Us Two, and not but, only that, know. but everything like Netflix and all that stuff. Like, well, right. how many times? And I can say a lot for me, but how many times have you like been laying in bed and you're like, man, all right, I want to, I want to watch Netflix, and instead of getting up, walking to your couch, turning Netflix on, you just grab your cell phone and throw Netflix on it while you're laying in bed. My wife watches more Netflix and Hulu on her phone than she does on our TVs. Right, true. So if you had a device that could not only play all of your high-end video games, but also give you almost everything that a mobile device, be it cell phone, would do, it'd be huge. Like, imagine, and and this is, imagine playing Pokemon Go on your Nintendo Switch. I mean, because think you. you I don't want to imagine playing something really unfun on my Nintendo Switch. I always think about playing Ori on my Switch. Like Ori is an Xbox exclusive, but I just love that game so much that if I could have it on the go, it would make. And, and again, yes, I could bring a drag a laptop around and play it on my laptop. It's not. It's not as easy as picking up the Switch and just turning it on and playing Cave Story. And that's why it's like you know I'm so excited for Metroid. I'm so excited for Virtual Console where I can I can get some of these old Metroid games because Metroidvania is like my job. I love that game type. So I love Guacamelee. I love Ori, Axiom Verge. Like, I've, you know, I'm excited to play Hollow Knight when it comes out next year. You know, so for me, if I, I would love something from Xbox to be able to play Ori on, to play, and I think Cuphead too. Cuphead's that game that's like, yeah, it's beautiful. It's going to look great on my TV. But it's also that game that I feel would look fine on a handheld. And you know, so for me, and then when I think about when I think about Sony, like you said, is yeah, I can remote p- remote into my PS4 with my Vita and play games, which is cumbersome and half the time super janky. But why is why is Next Machina not a cross buy? It's a top down shoot bullet hell shooter. Like like it can run on the Vita. Now the problem is, is the Vita is dead technology that Sony's really not supporting and from from what I understand is way easier to develop for a PS4 and unfortunately once you develop for a PS4 converting it back to the to work on the Vita is actually a task which is a shame and but that's my thing is that when I because I have those two devices and because they both have the word Sony on them I expect them to to work like that I expect Games, especially like arcade-style $20 downloads, should always be on both. Give me the option because I will, it will multiply the chances of me buying your game tenfold, knowing that I can take it on the go or play it at home. I, I'd go a step further and almost say that how many times have I purchased a game for my, for my 4 and then got the same game on my Vita? 
like maybe even make it ten dollars more. Like, hey, you could buy this sixty dollar game for your PlayStation Four, or you could buy the seventy dollar version and you could have it on everything that we have. You could try it. You could try that business Let's model. I would be I would be accepting of it. I don't know the casual gamer how they would feel about right. it but but for me it's like as long as if you're doing that as long as you're still giving me my my psn monthly games you know where i'm, I'm guaranteed vita support and i'm guaranteed ps4 support then then it's, i'm okay with it but you know yeah there's been tons of times i was like man i'm playing persona 5 loving it and then it's like I just want to be able to pick this up and then lay in bed and play it. And it's like if it was on the Switch, I could do that. Well, it's but. like we had our game sale just a couple weekends ago, right, where we had to get there super early, hours before they even opened. Yeah. And and we have a game table. So we set it up in about, I don't know, 32 seconds, and we were ready to sell. Where everybody else was building these, you know, shelves because they were selling toys and they had to hang things. We just had we just had games. It was easy. Yeah. So then we sat down and it was like, well, I pulled my Vita out, or sorry, I pulled my Switch out, and I had fun playing Mario Kart. But like, wouldn't it have been nice if you could, if you would have known, man, I'm going to take my Vita, knowing that I can fire up Persona Five. Yeah, that that was my bad. I should have brought. My, I sh I need to bring my handheld. And it's funny that I didn't to to these local things because. In the past, the couple years, with all the events we go to, with all the packs and the, you know, <clears throat> the um, the convention riot championships yeah. and stuff like that, we're like we're on, I'm on a plane a lot more than I've ever been, and traveling the country and having the handhelds. I've played more handhelds the past sure. two years than I've played probably my whole life. Yeah, and minus maybe. Pokemon back in the day when it first came out. Yeah, but we also don't live in the city where we're taking the subway every day. You know, like, like there are some people that love handhelds because it fits their daily life. Right now that we're traveling more, absolutely, I'll take a DS Lite. I'll throw a, I'll throw a Metroid game in and I'll play it through the flight. Yeah. And then I I beat um, Blaster Master Zero came out while we were at PAX East, and I've literally played that game from start to finish in line. For yeah, for, waiting in line. Yeah, we waiting took, in took lines. Our switches and waiting in lines. We were I beat them, yeah. that game in its entirety inside the convention hall. I remember when we were, that, we were at that last the game sale. It's like we went there and I, it was our first time being at this place. So we thought like it was going to take a little bit to set up or sure. find parking or whatever. And, and you're right. We showed up. We set up in probably about 15 minutes. And then we had like an hour and 45 minutes to kill till the show opened. And you were like, good thing I brought my Switch. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought maybe you would have brought it, but brought your Switch as well. But um, to wrap this up, Cable, did you have any input on on this? The what I what I, I'm basically thinking this is the next wave of handheld. This is the new craze. People have gotten so used to their phone, so used to their tablet that if you put a video game system in front of them that's more powerful than those devices, they're they're going to eat it up. And that's why I, I think Nintendo is already has, is ahead of the game with this. Everybody needs to step up. What do you think? Well, I think they need to step up, too. I think the Vita was a great idea, especially with the remote play. It's just that it didn't work. And right. for me, I have big hands. So trying to use the Vita to play remote play, it didn't work. My hands cramped up like like nobody's business. Right. And the fact that it wasn't really friendly towards the, play, the PlayStation controller. So one of the quick mods that I actually bought was the little snap-in thing that you can put to make your Vita look like a PlayStation 4 controller. Oh, I love that thing. Love yeah. it. So I'm like, if if to me, if they were to keep the Vita model as it is, build it so that it can play your PlayStation 4 no matter where you are, have it basically be the same model of your PlayStation 4, and you can do multiplayer split screen, just like the Switch, but PlayStation 4, 
and make it like a dang PS4 controller, I think you would sell millions. Yeah, I think I think it would be the hottest handheld to honestly it would set records because you you already have that the fan base now you've built this ps4 fan base that if you can if you can tap into that fan base and say here's this new device it's pure digital so whatever you buy over here you just re-download it over here and that way you don't you don't need that internet connection because that's that's the thing that breaks the vita is that the second i leave my house and i'm outside my wireless network I'm required to have some form of wireless network, be it McDonald's or AT&T or Comcast, and then I have to hope it's good enough to then connect to my home network and stream my game across the network. Where the Switch, it's all, it's there. You're, you're taking the system with you. You're leaving a shell of a dock behind, and you're taking the system with you. So that's, that's, the, that's the key, is that you got to break away from this whole, like, internet connection thing because it's just in our infrastructure it just doesn't work and this is a question from the twitch chat is that how do you build a more powerful uh than an eight hundred dollar phone and keep it under five hundred dollars i mean it's a good question i mean this is why i say technology is so far ahead from what we know. We stare at an $800 phone that's currently out right now, not thinking about what LG or Samsung or Apple or any of them are actually developing behind the doors. They're developing better batteries, smaller processors, faster RAM. You know, they're doing all that every day. And and realistically, their their research team is years ahead of what we're playing. Like that's that's how that's how it's got to work. You don't you don't live in the here and now when you're a technology group. You just, a, a, Intel, AMD, I don't care who you are. You're always focusing on something that right now is just out of reach of belief. You're pushing those limits, and by pushing those limits, you you find that older technology can shrink, can be more energy efficient, can be smaller. And that's the example of the X compared to the PS4 Pro. Compared to any console. I never I never right thought the like, X was going to be smaller than the S. It's now, half the size of any current gen console. With no power brick still. My first thought was the power there's a power brick again. That was my first thought. Confirm, no power brick. So like again, you we watch things shrink. We've seen cell phone before the smartphone blew up, we watched razors. Thin thin little phones that you could snap in half with little effort. Technology shrink shrink shrink. Then the next thing happened, right? All of a sudden, it was about this touchscreen and about smartphone. Phones blew up again. Now they're getting thinner, thinner, thinner with faster, faster, better battery life. Everything happens this way. Te- like, example, there's technology out there, and I'm, I don't know the actual name of this, but there's, a ba- there's battery technology that's being tested right now that if they can actually harness it and, and make, it, make it reliable, it will blow the doors off anything that we've ever seen. And and the reports have been, like, it, it's unreal. It's the idea of just if you think about processing units or, and you think about all, all these things that we've had over the years and these leaps, you know, we've grad, if you watch the chart, you gradually get better and then you leap, right? That's, that's the trend in the, tech, in, in the tech world. And this next battery stage is microscopic yet unlike anything we've ever seen. So taking that, putting it into a device that's, that's more powerful, all of a sudden, you know, you have a battery that's a, you know, a fraction of the size of what we need right now to run our cell phones or our tablets or whatever. So, I mean, how do you make it more powerful? It, it's going to happen. It, that's just technology. And then cutting costs and figuring out ways to make things cheaper. I'm not saying that Microsoft or, or PlayStation is going to be able to do it next year. 
But what I'm saying is that Microsoft or PlayStation probably could come out and say, this is what's in development, and here's, here's the prototypes. Here's a prototype name, and here's some imagery, you know? And people could start to just swirl around that and get excited. And then over the next couple of years, you know, with the trends that they're seeing from their side of it, you very well could see a device. And I'm not saying it's going to be smaller than the Switch. It might be bigger than the Switch. It might be thicker than the Switch. It's probably going to be heavier than the Switch. But it's going to be four times more powerful than the Switch. You know? So then you're going to wait. I'll be like, oh, I got to carry around an extra pound, but it's still lighter than my laptop, and it plays all my Xbox games. Xbox would be smart to do that because how many times have we, we've brought up the fact that their exclusives don't mean as much anymore because I can play it on PC. But if I have an exclusive handheld that can play these things just as good in a much smaller platform where I'm not carrying a laptop around or, or I don't have to worry about hooking up to my Xbox, now all of a sudden I think you add value to your exclusives. You add value to your brand you know, and, and you create this ecosystem, which is what I feel is happening. You have the VR, PlayStation VR, PlayStation Pro, PlayStation Slim, and for what it counts, you have a handheld Vita ecosystem. Switch has built their ecosystem across multiple handhelds, but it's still ecosystem from home to handheld to, to wireless multiplayer to online play. They've created an ecosystem within themselves. Microsoft has an Xbox, and then they want you to believe that the PC world is also their ecosystem, and it's, frag it's fragmented. I, I will never consider that my laptop and my tower over here is my Xbox. I just don't like that. I don't think people like that concept. You have there's a piece missing for Microsoft. I think they're the ones that like yes, Sony can do a great job with the handheld. They've proved it with their PSP. And I like the Vita even though it failed. But Microsoft is missing a piece and this is it would be a big piece for them. They had a piece a while back and they were prototyping it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep, yep. I think they were working with Nvidia at the time. Uh -huh. And yeah. then the shield came out and then it kind of all went hush, so what happened but, to the HoloLens? Is that still coming out? It's still, yep, yeah, it's still a thing. They, it was at uh, PAX East, showing off some pretty cool stuff. It actually looks like a really cool device. It's, it's Google Glass style, though, man. <laughs> it's very Google Glass. Like you, I don't, you really don't know what it's going to do or if it's going to stick around. What happened to Google Glass? It's just like it disappeared like one day. Google, Google yeah. pulled it. They pulled it, and they said that uh, they didn't say it's dead, but they said they will not come back until Google believes it's a viable product. Because realistically, that's the problem. They looked at it like, what, it, what does it do? I mean, Grim, you had Google Glass for a brief stint. Yeah, I bought one of the, uh, the developer packs thinking I, I thought it was, I had a couple cool ideas for, for developing a pro, uh, programs for it, apps for it. And then I got it. And about two weeks in, I realized I don't want to develop for this device. I'm really glad I didn't because no one has them and it would have been a complete waste of my time. <laughs> but, you know, I thought it had potential. I still think it has potential, but, you know. That's the thing with technology is that it'll go away and, and they'll tweak it until it fits in a contact and you stick it in your eyeball. And then all of a sudden, wow, that's really cool that I can have GPS popping up with, you know, but I can still see through and, and see, see the road. You know, like who knows what it can do. But, you know, that's, that's a whole other topic as far as. I'm going to say, I thought I saw that at it. Um, what's the name? Uh, what is that? Electronic Expo. CES. CES, yeah. I yep. thought I saw that. Yep. So. Um, we've gone on a long time about this. This has all started because Nintendo has taken the top spot in the gaming industry for revenue and, and stock value. So congrats to them. It's been a great 2017 for them, and I'm excited to see what they're going to continue to do. This seems like they got a lot of momentum, and they are they seem to be steering the ship in the right direction. So good for them. But that's our news. 
hop into the Discord, MotorCityGaming.com, right on the homepage. You can see that link to join for free. And in there, you're going to find all sorts of channels. But hop into that Nintendo channel, and let's talk more about this topic. This was our main topic today that we really got into. And do we think that Sony needs to come back? The PSP or the Vita or whatever you want to call this next generation, it needs to be a thing. And does Microsoft finally need to bite the bullet and try? You know, they, they seem to be pushing. They want they want to they want their fans to realize that they're listening. They want you to like the brand. Do they need to to take a shot? You know, like like they sit there and they say Xbox X is it's a gamble. We put every we put everything into it. it it's all or nothing. It's like yeah. But it's still just an Xbox, which you already built. Like, you're already in it right now. Like, if the Xbox fails, the Xbox fails. Like, you, you decided to bring out a hyped-up version of it. Now, if you wanted to gamble and throw out a portable product, like, that's a gamble. You're going up against a Switch, which has momentum. You're going up against an industry that's never seen you release a handheld. That's something that I would be... I would sit there and say, now you're being innovative. Now you're actually trying to take a step that you've never taken before. And I'm interested, you know, so we want to hear, we want to, we love debating and talking and just, and hearing ideas, you know, like, like Deadite's idea about the surface. Like, I think that's like, <laughs> I can't imagine that Microsoft hasn't thought of this, but if they haven't thought about trying to figure out their surface product to be some sort of have an Xbox version of it, that's, that's a great idea that I never thought about. That's awesome. So, like, these are the things that we talk about in the Discord. It's free community to hang out and have fun. We talk video games every day. So make sure to jo join us on MotorCityGaming.com and join the Discord. That's all I got for news. So it's time to move into Jassy's part, which is the end of the show. Okay, see you later. Thank you for listening to the GameZilla podcast. The sponsor for today is the Detroit Beard Collective. Just kidding. Here's emails. The FBI has just sent a letter to GameZilla informing them that they have discovered new emails. Downloading GameZilla emails from info at MotorCityGaming.com. Okay, Jazzy, fiddle your GameZilla mailbox is up to date. Jazzy, before you start, I'm not going to steal your, your momentum or anything. I just want to let you know. I want to let the people know, okay? Jazzy tells me every week that I have to I have to beat him up and pick on him. It gets him all pumped up for the show, gets him all ready. I love this guy. He just likes the abuse. Like I actually hurts me to be this to be this aggressive towards him. Wrong. You love it. Don't yeah. even don't you're even right. try to act like you're sympathetic. Yeah, you're right. You're right. All right. So as <laughs> you write them, we read them. That's right. It's email time. Jazzy, take it away. We want to thank the Detroit Beard Collective once again for sponsoring this episode of the GameZilla Podcast. I don't have any emails to read today, so I'm just going to continue with ending the show. Just kidding. Here's an email from Brayden. <laughs> Is it true that Jazzy had to sell his Xbox One for crack? No. Just kidding. We all know it was for hookers and blow. See, that's why it was a no, because he knew it was for the yeah, hookers and blow. He was there. My question this week is, I have never played a Skyrim game. Should I buy it for the Switch? Why or why not? Hmm. Make Uranus great again. <laughs> C-U-B. <laughs> Crazy Uncle Brady. Um, <clears throat> so, you never played Skyrim before. Should you pick it up for the Switch? I'm going to answer with yes. Knowing the amount of fun that, that uh, Invalid has had with um, Zelda. Breath of the Wild, and the hours upon hours that he's put in that game, 
I think he would find a lot of value in Skyrim. I think it's going to be tough because you you come from a game in Zelda where you could do anything, where you're going to have restrictions in Skyrim. But but Skyrim is it's a it's a world. It's not even a, it's not even a game. Like I watch my wife put hundreds of hours into this game, and she doesn't do anything besides like you know build this house and fill it with armor, and then she she's like I'm going to go and join this faction so I can go you know go destroy this area of the world and then oh crap i got bit by a vampire now i'm a vampire i gotta go cure myself like there's all this stuff just revolving around in the world you know like one time she joined like a werewolf like clan and like could convert it could turn into a werewolf and then go hunt people down i was like wow i almost want to play skyrim again i didn't even know about this because for me i was more linear with the game like yeah i ventured off here and there but pretty much i stuck to the main storyline and it was good it's a very good main storyline but this the amount that you can do in skyrim is almost endless so yeah i give it a yes do it for the switch i think it'd be cool to have a handheld but it i don't know how like if you're on the go a lot and you just want to be able to pick it up and play absolutely i think uh like you're gonna put time into this game so you don't have to get it for the Switch if you if you want to get it for your Xbox for One. Your Xbox One, it's perfect. It's look prettier on well. there. Uh, any <laughs> Skyrim or really any of the Elder Scrolls games are, in my opinion, some of the best AI in video games I've ever seen. I remember playing Oblivion back in the day, and I jumped off this ledge and fell onto this like little tower outlet of this castle. And the two guards that were in the city were chasing me because they wanted to kill me. Well, they kept running up the stairs and jumping off that that ledge and and falling over me. So they couldn't get to me. I'm like, yes, I, I have I have outsmarted the guards. They cannot kill me. Now what do I do? Because I just got to stand here and wait for them to either like go away or just start over because they're going to continually go in a circle. So one of them leaves. So I'm like, oh, yes, yeah, sweet. All right, now I just got to wait for the other one to leave, and I can jump off this and get out of get out of this situation. No, the one that left went and got an archer, and he came and shot me off the goddamn ledge. <laughs> I was like, that's crazy that the AI knew, hey, we can't get to this guy. Let's go get somebody that can. Like, nuts. So Skyrim, same way. It's just yeah. the, the things that you could do in that game will blow your mind. Yeah. I uh, I again for someone that's never played it and to, and to have it in portable mode or if you got you got your new Xbox and you want something to play on it then you can get the the uh, remastered edition then um, I would I'd highly recommend it I, if you like the portability idea then absolutely the Switch uh, yeah. shows great potential. I'm not sure how the whole like yeah I wouldn't be about the motion <laughs> take controls it, taking the motion yeah the motion control just portion the, of it just the weird. portability well uh, I mean motion motion controls are probably the best way to play it in balance so no it's Let, let's historically not, let's proven not. Call of Duty Modern Warfare three the best way to play it is on the Wii with motion controls <laughs> Marvel Ultimate Alliance best played on the Wii with motion controls um, Force Unleashed. <sighs> Best played motion controls. Why would you say Great, Far thanks Cry, Far for Cry. the question. Far Cry Vengeance. Best played on the Wii the motion controls. You're <laughs> Crazy absolutely the right, Grim. You're absolutely right. Our next question is from Five Mile Rick. He says, yesterday I was talking to a younger gamer at my sister's barbecue. He was telling me how he had recently discovered and fell in love with Pokemon. What is it? Was this you? Yeah, I, I just tried my first Pokemon game the other day. Oh. I, uh, I really like... Uh, I, uh, it's probably my favorite Pokemon. Uh, it's called Metapod. It is so cool. It's like this little <laughs> green guy 
who just finish your question. Anyways, uh, he told me that his friend had a 3DS and let him play Pokemon Sun. He really wanted one. I felt like I had to help. I wouldn't say how or where I got it from, but my sisters and I got him a 3DS by the end of the day. His mom is buying him Pokemon Sun today, which I'm assuming is the next day. It made me feel good to help a young gamer out. Tell me about a time that you helped out a fellow or a young gamer get something that they really wanted and fed their addiction. Game oh. on, Fama Rick. All right, so this is perfect timing because mine happened today. <laughs> today, I made a young child's heart full of joy, smiles, laughter, maybe even screaming, very loud screaming. I came across an extra amiibo that I had. A Zelda Amiibo, a.k.a. Sheik Amiibo, which is a rather rare Amiibo that um, is hard, it's retired. You can't find it in the stores anymore. You know, they sell for a lot. And I found it complete in the box. You know, it was just it was sitting stored away with, uh, with a bunch of other random video game stuff that, honestly, I forgot I even had. And the first thought I had is I gotta get, I'm going to give this to, to somebody. So I left it in my car all day today. And this person was uh, selling me something. So they, I was carrying this box out to my car, and I was like, they're like, oh, you want me to get the hatch for you? I said, yeah, absolutely. I got something in the car for you anyways. They're like, you do? Like, yeah. Like, I hope it's not chloroform. And I was like, it's not. Calm down. It's not chloroform, Braden. Anyways, I put the box in there, open, open the door, and I pull out this amiibo, and I hand it to him. And, and this is Braden. This is the same guy we just talked about from his question. He looks at me. He goes, uh, um, I'm like, here you go. He's like, well, what do I owe you? I was like, nothing. He's like, what? and then you like, that's actually what he said. He like stopped saying words, and then he goes, I'm sorry that I'm stuttering. And, and then he goes into it again, and I'm like, it's cool, man. Like, it's cool. And he's just, he's so happy, right? Like, this is, this is like the last, like, he has all the Zelda amiibos except this one. So, like, this gives him his collection. This allows him, you know, a Zelda fan who's put over 200 hours into Breath of the Wild gives him, gives him the one amiibo he's been missing. And, and you could just, like, he was just so happy. Like, you know, he, like, he's walking away from my car, and, like, I'm getting in my car, and he's, like, walking back because he had something else to say. To me. He's, like, <laughs> and then he walk away, and then he's walking back. So I had to get on my car twice to, like, like, what's up? And he was, like, oh, I just, you know, this is perfect because he's carrying, at the same time, he's carrying a broken Xbox 360 that's red-ringed, and he was really excited that it was hopefully going to work. So, like, this, like, He's kind of bummed by that, but this like brought his day up. So I don't know. This is what I love to do. It's 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 why it's why I came up with the podcast idea in the first place. Like I was like, you know, we have all these fun stories and we do all these cool things as friends, but like I think we could share this. I think I think we could do more with it. And I and I think it feels it'll feel rewarding. It'll feel you know it's enjoyable. And the fact that we can reach out to other people and, and make new friends and play with people that we would have never played with online and, and in person, have these nerd barbecues and all this other stuff. Like I love this stuff. So just you know, giving away this amiibo that he very well knew. He wasn't a kid, right? It's not it's he wasn't a kid. He knew what I gave him. He goes, no, I think you should put this on eBay. And I was like, I don't want to put it on eBay. Like, it's yours. Take it. You know? And so, like, that that's the stuff I love. It's its its my favorite thing to do. It's why I love, you know, we do we do game giveaways every month. Right? And everyone's like, well, we get, we, we, we're patrons. Like, we support you. Like, our money pays for that giveaway. Yeah, it does. And then our money pays for the hosting cost. 
and the website fees and all the other, you know, and Adobe Suite and all these things, all these tools that we need to put on the show. Like we, we take a little bit from that Patreon and give it back to you because, because we feel it's important. It's part of our vision, you know? And so, yeah, I think it's super cool. What Rick did, uh, you know, taking a new generation that's, and, and making sure that they can enjoy something that they've, that they've wanted to try, that they've wanted to be a part of. It's, that's, that's the best thing about, I think that's the best thing about a gaming community. Yeah. For me, when mine's, mine's really heartfelt and it's because when I was a little bit younger, I would, I would babysit for a friend of my mom's work, uh, her little boy, they'd go on date night and I would go over to their house and baby babysit their son. Well, he he had grown up like a nerd just like us. And if you guys have listened to the show in the past, Grim and I have talked about like our hardship growing up and how it wasn't cool to be a gamer or a nerd in high school. And it was really hard for us growing up in school as nerds because we get bullied and stuff like that to the point where we wouldn't even want to show up to school some days. So I'm I'm babysitting this kid and he's like, Oh man, you wanna play you wanna play some video games? And I'm like, do I want to play video games? Of course. And, you know, I think he was shocked because any other babysitter he had must have, oh, it's not cool or something like that. So I loved playing video games with this kid, and he loved playing video games with me. Like, every time I'd come over, the first thing, like, yeah, let's go play. Let's go play. So we're playing Nintendo 64 back in the day, Mario Kart and Bond and stuff like that, and he's just loving it. And then finally one day, my mom comes up to me and she says, oh, hey, my lady friend's on the phone. She wants to talk to you. And I was like, uh-oh, like, what's going on? Like, did, it, did I do something wrong or, or something like that? And she talks to me, and she's like, hey, um, we're not actually going out this week for, you know, date night, so we won't actually need you to babysit, but is it possible you can come over and just play games with, I'll leave his name out, but so-and-so? And I was like, okay. And she's like, we'll still pay you. I was like, I was like, you don't have to pay me if I'm, like, not watching him. And she's like, it's just he's having a rough time in school, and he he talks nonstop about <laughs> when you come over and play video games with him. Yeah. And now it just it's a, a huge piece of me to be able to say that, like, having that hardship growing up and the struggles that we went through in school being that nerds weren't cool and when playing video games weren't cool, now he's was still going through that. And me being able to go over to, so of course I did. I went over his house multiple times after that, you know, when his parents were still there and just played video games. So he's like my little video game buddy. But being able to go over there and kind of pull him out of that funk that we were in is just is super close to my heart. And Absolutely. I love the fact that I was able to do that. Yep. That's good. I Man, I should have went first because my story is not like as heartfelt as your guys. <laughs> Yeah, his brain, you know, like I'm not a real heartfelt person, I guess. We know, we know. You know, now, I'm not normally the good guy. I'm not normally a hero to anyone, but on this occasion, I was very much a hero. So, a friend of the family uh, just purchased a new house, and then her husband went on, went on a camping trip, a uh, hunting trip in Colorado. They're in this brand new house. They have four children, ages like two to 10. The, you know, the wife calls, you know, calls my wife, they're good friends and says, um, what are you and Ethan doing tonight? Um, 
I could really use some video games hooked up at my house, and I don't know how to do it. So can Ethan come over and hook up the video games? We'll pay you in pizza. <laughs> and, and I was like, she doesn't have to pay me in pizza. I will happily go hook up the Wii or the Xbox One or whatever the kids want. Like, I, I'll go hook it up while the husband's out of town. So we go on over there. And, you know, before before I hooked up any games, we're sitting there at the at the table. And the kids are like, Ethan, do you know uh, do you know Super Mario? I was like, <laughs> children, I know everything about Super Mario. <laughs> like, everything. <laughs> See the youngest one there? I was playing Super Mario when I was her age, and look how old I am now. Everything. So, uh, mind blown, hooked up Super Nintendo, saved the mom, absolutely made the kids weekend knowing they weren't going to have to go a weekend without video games, sat down, we all four, you know, me and three of the kids played Super Mario, new Super Mario Brothers together on the Wii, um, and it was a great time, and it was a moment that I, I was a hero to children and a grown woman all at the same time. How'd you feel? I felt good, and pizza was also tasty. There you go. Yeah, Maybe you're not a sociopath. Yeah. I would go back and play games with the kids again sometime. So even sociopaths have a soft spot. Yeah. My wife asked me to do this. Weak points. <laughs> Weak points. <laughs> well, I was like, you need to help these people. All right, Cable, what do you got? Um, mine's not as heartfelt as you guys because I have kids, so passing on my knowledge of playing video games and playing my old Super Nintendo and Nintendo 64 to my kids – it's always great and it's fun to see. Um, I still think that's heartfelt. Like generations I, of games. I always imagine Cable standing over his daughter's like back, like bone that noob, bone him. Like, <laughs> like just getting real high, like coaching his daughter on how to just be a savage on yeah. Overwatch. He no, he has to do this. Let me tell you why. We were pop hunting back when we were doing pop hunters. We were at a mall, and. I was there the whole time, so he didn't tell his son Xavier to do this, but Xavier were walking out of the mall, and he just comes up, and he just goes, Hey, Jazzy! And I'm like, Yeah, what's up, buddy? And he's like, Get wrecked! <laughs> and I'm like, What? Yeah. That's right. He knew He knew who to address <laughs> that to. The professor knows. Knew. Cables, knows. Cables taught him well. No, I mean, it's super proud of when I watch my daughter, like, Kira, um, just naturally take after me as far as, like, in shooters, like, Watching her play Overwatch is like amazing. Like to one shot people with Hanzo of all people when he was weak and she's just dominant with him and it's just crazy. It's just I love to see it. Like passing down that and teaching herself and playing comp with her. Like she got super excited when me and her streamed and played competitive together. Like she I, was mind blown. I mean from the outside angle, I we you know, we've We've been part of this company together for years now. And so from when I met you and first met the family to now and watching their progression and watching like what you, you know, how you've helped, it's, you know, it's super cool to see, you know, I don't have kids. So it's super cool to see them, you know, I mean, it's always good to see a kid grow and succeed, right? But within the gaming realm, they went from, and Overwatch wasn't a thing, but they went from like playing like, kitty games no offense to dominating in a game of all ages it's an ageless game and they're and they're destroying people and it's just like you know as a dad i can imagine you sitting back and just being super proud of that being like man oh yeah you know when she got in platinum i was super proud like holy my daughter is (laughs) that good oh yeah Yeah, yeah. i'm gonna keep you playing like even my nephew my nephew right now is he played video games with us, Madden, all that kind of stuff. 
he is dominated in the Madden world. And it's crazy to see how, how popular he is in the Madden world. Like, he has streamers after him. He has moderators. Like, he's moderating this one guy's stream, and he streams to about 10,000 people. And, like, he's a mod for him. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like, he's out there. It's crazy to see. You know, he's patting his daughter on the back like, great job on platinum. Jazzy's never been here. <laughs> and never will be. He's also like, now become a pro and let me ride these coattails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, all right, great question, Five Mile Rick. Plus, way, way, to, be, way to be a dude and, and help your, uh, your young gamer f- fan for life now that you've created. Oh, yeah, for sure. Our next question is from BMC. Would you prefer... Skip it! Okay. Our next question is my, from... My heartfelt story should have been that time I bought a sad little girl a 3DS and a Pokemon game, and then she logged 400 hours into it, and it brainwashed her into marrying me. Yeah. <laughs> also, it, it made her surpass you as the ultimate Pokemon player. Correct. You are now number two. Yeah. I, she might be number one, two, and three. Yeah. You're now number four. <laughs> In my own house of two people. Anyways. All right, BMC says, would you prefer Xbox One X and oh PlayStation 4 Pro concentrate oh on 4K or 60 FPS? He says, I would love to see devs give the choice between 1080p 60 FPS or 4K 30 SPF. Or FPS, sorry, I'm getting I'm getting into my suntan lotions. Apparently, um, he, put, he puts. <laughs> I know also, a little bit about them. <laughs> yeah, right. He puts. Also, thanks for being cool PC players and not adopting the master race attitude. We get it that you all. We get it that all you PC only players out there with your fifteen hundred plus dollar PCs is better than our two hundred and fifty dollar to five hundred dollar consoles. Love you. All game on, but Mesh Caleb. So, first thing that I want to address and say is that he's 100% right. If you have a $1,500, $2,000, $5,000 computer, just back off your fucking high horse and realize that we're not comparing the Xbox One X to your rig. We get it, okay? The idea is exactly what Deadite said, is exactly what, what Cable has said, is that it's nice to grab a controller, hit the fucking power button, and play a game. And then turn it off when you're done, and be done, okay? Like, we get it. Your, your computer that pops up, puts out 1,000-watt power supply and causes your electrical bill to be skyrocket high is nice. I have yeah. one too. I love it. It's what helps run this show, for God's sakes. But the Nintendo Switch. Hey, guess what? When I have to take a shit, I still get to play yeah. my game. I hate. <laughs> man, remind me never to touch your Switch. I oh, hate. Man, I licked that out of spite the <laughs> other day. Oh. <laughs> Jokes yeah. on you, buddy. But I agree with him that I hate this whole like, well, the Switch is underpowered compared to this, and the piece and everything's underpowered compared to. P- Who cares? Just play video games. Who gives a shit? Just play goddamn games. Yeah. My XP why- machine can play Roller Coaster Tycoon. <laughs> it's why it's why I personally own all the systems and play console and play PC. It's because I just I like to play across everything because I like video games. Period. So with that being said, your next question is stupid. <laughs> I don't care about 4K or 60 frames a second. Like, again, it's console-based. Here's what I want. Whatever the developer believes, 
is going to give me the best experience for their game on that particular device, just make it that way and fucking release it and let me play it. If I want to play Destiny at 4K at 30 frames per second, I'll play it on the Xbox or the PS4. If I want it at higher ratio and 60 frames or uncapped or whatever, I'll play it in October on the PC because you have the options. I don't want a developer to be indecisive and not understand their own product, their own their own dream, their own concept, and say, okay, well, you can switch it back and forth, because then I feel like you didn't really hash out a cohesive thought in the end. You didn't look at your game and say, it's going to run best at this, and it's going to give the best experience for Xbox owners or PS4 owners or Switch owners at this level. Anything above is going to cause some problems and could create disappointment. So, like, I think developers have the right mindset that they're going to go into this. They're going to look at it and say, 4K, 30 frames per second, that's what it is. You know, Xbox One exclusive, Xbox One X exclusive games might run that 60, or some of them will run that 60 frames at 4K. Great. But do I think a a developer should focus one way or the other? I think they should follow their vision. And if they have a vision on it and they truly believe that this this is what it should be, do it and be done with it and let's just move on i agree with you on the whole 4k versus 60 fps thing like it just needs to be up to the developer whichever way the, the their game is going to play best for us like they're creating a game for us to play and then we like it or we don't like i don't need to be able to mod it myself i just don't it doesn't i don't have to make it play differently like and as far as the pc master race thing like uh, I really can't be a master race or non-master race because I don't really know that much about PC. I'm gonna be honest. When I got this, when I got this PC, it was a lot of "Hey Grimlock, I need your help. I know you're in the IT world. Like, what do I need for my PC?" And it, it wasn't just that. I'm very like need to know how things work. Oh, you so, told him to buy that? Yeah. Whew. So it's kind of <laughs> yeah, well so it's kind of like he's like, "Hey, what's well, got this?" And I'm like, "Okay, well, what does that do?" And how is that going to affect this? And how is it? and it was like it was like seventy questions after he was like breaking down everything that this machine could do. I'm more likely could tell you how they vacuum sealed the casing to this to put the actual machine in. True. Like that's what I can do. <laughs> but even bottom line, when you bought that, like honestly, a lot of it was overkill. Yeah, like we For freak out. We it, freak yeah. out about specs and everything so much. When I'm thirty, thirty. Four? I forgot how old I am. I'm 34, 33, whatever. I think you're I'm old enough to know that guess what? Frame rate and shit ain't gonna make a big difference for me. Okay? I'm not going pro. I'm not I, I like I like to be competitive. And if it can give me an edge, okay. But I've played <laughs> League of Legends with uncapped frame rate and and I've played League of Legends at like Horrible frame rate. And yes, there's a difference. But when I get into the middle range, there's no fucking difference. There's no change at all when it's like, I got 120 frames or 240. Fr- like, it doesn't fucking matter at that point. Yeah. Come on. So, like, your eyes don't work like that. Yeah, That's that, just the truth right. of it. Now, and when you want to play 30 frames versus 60 frames, is there a difference? Sure, there's a difference. But how much does it matter to you? Okay. If I'm an 18 year old kid and I'm competitive and I'm also grinding to try to do something within this new industry that's growing of esports, then you know what? There's a purpose for this. And if yep. that's the purpose, then it goes back to what I'm saying. If you're trying to be competitive in a pro, 
go to the platform that's giving you the advantage. And that would simply be most of the time PC, right? Yep. League of Legends, Overwatch. Shit, in League like, of Legends, I don't really care about my frame. I just don't want the little damn circle to come up that says reconnecting. That's it. No, like, I, I know, <laughs> I know. But, but, but what I'm saying here is that, like, for people like us, we just we, we want to be able to enjoy the game in, in, its, in, in the best form it could possibly be. And running on a PS4 Pro Destiny and people being upset that we're not getting 60 frames, like... You played Destiny One for three years on thirty frames. Who the hell? Like you, you had hundreds of hours of fun. You competed. You you talked shit. And guess what? You're gonna be able to do it all over again. And everyone's gonna be on the same playing field because they're all gonna be thirty frames per second. So just enjoy the game and enjoy the four K. And if you want more, go play it on PC. Don't don't ask the developer to create a a port. To create a to create an option that's buggy as shit. That also, if you create this option, you're gonna have to limit it from for single player only. Because what's to stop someone from running 60 frames a second and you're running 30 frames a second on your non-PS4 Pro, and now you're creating this unbalanced playing field across your console. You know, like yes, you can get an advantage in the PC world because it's modular, right? I go, I go spend sixteen hundred dollars just on graphics cards, and you can't, right? And so then, because of that, I have an advantage, maybe. But when it comes to the console, don't don't create a hit the start button and a toggle that gives people advantage. Don't do that because you're just gonna you're just gonna upset your community, and yeah. you're gonna eventually kill your game. Keep it consistent. Ah. <sighs> All right, thanks for the question, BMC. Hold on, I want I want Cable is a, is our first person shooter like God over there. So does he have any? <laughs> he's been very quiet over there. Is no, he, I any agree. input? Any input? I agree with the thirty frames per second. As far as like with Destiny comes, don't bitch about that. You've been playing it for almost what three years that the game's been out. There's nothing to bitch how, about. How about if there if it's a game that doesn't have some sort of competitive multiplayer, then you can give the option of looks versus FPS. And, we, and have we not had that with PS4 Pro games like uh, um, Last of Us? Yeah. Last yeah. of Us, you could you yeah. could pick. I if think you in that 60, situation, then that's you know, fine. If you wanted 60 frames, I think it kicked you down to 1080. If you wanted 4K, you had to run it at 30, and it didn't even run well 4K. Like, you had problems where it wouldn't maintain the frame rate. So, like, again, this comes into the problem of, like, Naughty Dog knows what's best for their game. And in all honesty, they should just give us what they feel is best because it's their vision, their game that we love. And this to the toggle system, all it brought was bad bad remarks from reviews and people being like, ha ha, the pro can't even support it, blah, blah, blah. Like, just make it good. Just make it the best you can make it and release it. And worry about your next game. Right. But from the competitive side, since you asked for my competitive side, yeah, yeah. I am, um, I prefer frames per second over 4K anything. I don't care. On the competitive, on the competitive yeah. scene, again, if we're going back to the competitive scene or like 18-year-olds trying to get the best out of, out of, the, out of everything, it's frame rate. I prefer if if it's something like a again like a Naughty Dog game. I, I don't care about frames per second because you're telling me a story. That's what I'm here mm -hmm. for. Yep. I don't need sixty frames just for you to tell me a story. Half the time it's in a movie form. It's Naughty <laughs> right, Dog, so right. it's at twenty four frames per second. So I right. don't need it. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Thanks for the question, BMC. Our last question comes from the glitch, and he says, "Hello, friends." That's not a typo. That's how he spelled it. Hmm. What game would you say you're almost too embarrassed 
to admit that you have not beaten. I've never beaten Yoshi's Island in Majora's Mask. Yoshi's Island, I'm surprised by. Majora's Mask, I don't, I don't, I don't hold anybody accountable for not finishing that game. Nope, I tried, couldn't do it. That game's brutal. <clears throat> Jazzy, you start. Uh, none of them. I play every game the exact amount of time that I feel that I can have fun with it. And um, You are a piece of shit. Answer the question. Then uh, with that, I just either put it down because it just wasn't doing it for me or uh, pick up something else. Hot garbage answer. Um, you got to have a game that you're like, man, I, mean, honestly, I should have finished that. I don't think – I think if, if it's to his word specifications, like – I don't get embarrassed very easily, so I don't think that I would be embarrassed about not playing any of these games. But in being in the position I am in, not in playing, podcasting not video games and not finishing it, I wish that I have gone through and played a lot more of the major titles that I missed. So you're, you're Zelda, you're Metroid, you're... No, this is not the question. I want a game that you started, that you were into, and you never you never And I finished never finished it. it. All right, come back to me. Anybody have one before we? Before... I have a couple that I'm willing to talk about. All right, let's go. Now, Deadite, go. Now, this exact subject is a subject that Jazzy takes much ridicule for, but I haven't beaten Ocarina. Okay. I didn't beat it as a child because I'm not a very good video gamer, and I was hell bent on somewhere around December, January, pushing really hard to get through Ocarina before Breath of the Wild came out, and it just didn't happen because Grim got me Mario Maker for Christmas. <laughs> I did ruin that. I've logged, I, I've <laughs> logged like four, you know, 40, 50 hours into Mario Maker, uh, and that completely derailed me getting through Ocarina. I'm close. I think I have one temple left, so I'm going to do it eventually. Um, and actually another one, I think I'm just personally disappointed I didn't see it through, is I got really far into Mafia 2. I played it. Uh, it was one of the one of the two games I played. Well, uh, my wife was on study abroad in Europe. I got really into Borderlands Two, which I did complete. Um, but I made it really far in Mafia Two, and I was really into the story. It's a good game. And I just I never finished it. I just never got back into it. I have really fond memories of just winter days, sitting on my couch watching the snow fall outside my apartment and playing Mafia. And actually, you know, as much as like we kind of make fun of Mafia Three and stuff. I have really good memories of that game, and it's always going to bother me that I didn't finish it. I think my uh, my current one, and, and I think I was told in, in the Discord I can't answer this, but, it, but it's going to get answered. I have another answer, too, so everyone can calm down. I am 95% completed with Horizon Zero Dawn, and I just haven't finished it. Like, I have no excuse other than the fact that I got distracted by the Switch launch and never went back, even though I was driving so hard in, with that game. I wanted the end. I wanted the completion. And uh, I, didn't, I haven't done it, you know? So that's, and it's, it's tough now because it's so much time's passed that when I go, when I have loaded it back up, I'm kind of like, what the hell was I doing? And, you know, and, and it, it, it's a tough, those are tough games to jump back into. So that's my current one. My, my past that is going to maybe shock the world a little bit is that I have never finished Metroid Prime 2 or 3. So I have completed every other Metroid game but those two. And number two, I don't have really a reason besides 
I just the first playthrough I wasn't feeling the whole multi universe swapping. It just it was a we, the game kind of felt long and drawn out because of it. And I've since gained interest in trying to play it again. But three, I never even I never really even gave it much chance. Like I did play it, but I never gave it much chance because by the time three came out, I was so over. The Wii, the Wii controls. Well, that's the best way to play games is motion <laughs> controls. Um, but I'm actually with you in the same boat. And, in fact, so Metroid Prime 3 came out. And at the time, my Wii was hooked up to a 13-inch Magnavox TV in my bedroom. So Baller. Pl- playing like one of those pointing games on that TV, impossible. So I moved it downstairs, played it a little bit, couldn't really connect with it. Then about two years ago, I decided... I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go back to Metroid Prime Three, and uh, then I made it way farther than I did the first time. But at some point, I, I fell off, and I, I want to say maybe uh, I bought Borderlands Two, and that's the reason I stopped yeah. playing Metroid Prime Three. Uh, but I haven't finished that, and actually, I made it like eighty-five percent of the way through Metroid Prime, and then never finished that either. Ooh, you never finished Prime? Now because oh. like I went hard on it for for three weeks, yep. insanely hard, and then. Uh, something else happened in my life, and I just I got out of it. Never went back. One of my favorite games I've ever played. Never saw it through. Yeah, it's another hard game though to pick up after time goes by, especially when the Metroidvania style of ex- exploration and trying to figure out what what you exactly were doing when you left off is sometimes my. I've actually restarted Axiom Verge. Yeah, because I took a, such a break from it that when I came back, I was like. I have no clue what I was doing, so I just delete my file and start over. My hope is the Prime games make it to what we eventually get for the Virtual Console on Switch, and yeah. then I will just th- throw my life at playing through the Prime tw- trilogy on Switch, hopefully with regular button controls for everything. Yep, absolutely. I'd love that. There's been plenty of games that I almost wish I could have went back and completed, like full trophies. Where I've like beat the storyline, but I want to go back and do all the rest of the stuff. So like Witcher Three, Fallout Four, I got real close, like ninety one percent trophies, and then just fell off. But as far as a game that I put that much time into and just never beat, Battleborn, Twisted Metal Three. Oh man, we do need to play that story for Battleborn. I played the hell out of Twisted Metal 2 and beat that game so many times that when I went into Twisted Metal 3, I'm like, I don't need no goddamn easy mode. And I put it on the harder difficulty and just forced myself to keep playing it at harder difficulty. And I never physically beat the game because I wouldn't put it on a lower difficulty. <laughs> so I was like trying to push myself, oh, I'm better than this, I'm better than this. And it just never happened. Um, and then the other big one that I got real close to the end and just never, f- never finished playing it because I got sidetracked with hockey primarily in high school was uh final fantasy nine i beat final fantasy seven was going real hard at final fantasy nine got probably about 80 percent away through it and then just lost track of time you forgot one big one i was i was gonna let you try to to admit it what was that legend of zelda well no no uh, that's no, an, that's an obvious i one. haven't i haven't started those you've forgotten to... a gigantic one rigs Man, <laughs> there was a time where you were like, I "Man, so I am going to, to complete that game in its entirety," and then it was like, this. "I still can." It was like this: everybody bailed. Yeah. <laughs> we all bailed the v- like the VR train got. It was all of a sudden not cool. We all just bailed out and, and moved on to something bigger and better. But 
Yeah, Rig, I remember that Riggs. was a lot of fun. Yep, Riggs. Riggs Everybody who has PlayStation VR, hop back on Riggs, right now. Yeah, that's no one. I know. That's why I said everyone. I hope that maybe the one person out there will hear me. <laughs> but rest in peace, Riggs. Man, Riggs, I need you in my life. Also, Gorilla Cam- Cambridge, uh, rest in peace. Riggs wasn't that great. You didn't ever have the full experience of Riggs. I, play, I played two rounds, and I was like, yeah, it was an okay experience. Yeah. It was great. In a mediocre way. I'll tell you Just a game, like this podcast. <laughs> I'll tell you a game that I'm almost too embarrassed to admit that I even tried it. Disc Jam. <laughs> oh! Jazzy, on that one, <laughs> Jazzy, that says more about you than it does about Disc Jam. It's true. The Disc Jam community doesn't want toxic league players like you. It wants good people like That's me. That's right. I'll stick to my toxicity over in league. Yeah, you might as well. They don't you never finished Star Wars Battlefront. You never finished Batman Arkham Knight. You never finished. I'm going to be real honest with you right now. I never started Batman Arkham Knight <laughs> because I watched and helped you play through it. Then I already knew the whole game. <laughs> I, I only put like three hours into Arkham Asylum, and I'm pretty disappointed at myself. Arkham Asylum is so good. I just like I got it, and I think I got it shortly before. Nope, I have no excuse on that one. <laughs> okay, uh, Cable, do you have an answer? Every FPS game, because he almost went pro in all of them. <laughs> um, Red Faction Two. <laughs> <laughs> As far as embarrassed, I, I just, I'm more embarrassed that like my sister beat me to these games before I got to beat them. Like uh, Super Metroid, she beat me in Super Metroid before I even got a chance to complete it. Um, you should be ashamed. Jazzy's sister still has a shot to beat him at that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> right back in. <laughs> Correct. She almost beat me in uh, Final Fantasy VII. Um, I, she got stuck on uh, Ruby Weapon. And I end up beating them, and I got to beat Sephiroth at the end before she did because she couldn't get past Ruby Weapon. Um, she beat my Tyson Punch Out way before I could. I couldn't. Oh even, man! Yeah, she she's good. She's good at games. She's also the kind of person that will hold you in the corner with Ken and just constantly just mid punch you, and you you can't get out. That's the kind of person she is. But yeah, mostly my embarrassing story is that someone beat them before I could. Yeah. Being my sister. But I am currently finishing Horizon now. That was my stream for last yesterday. Oh, it's so good. You guys both have to go back and play it. It's yeah, my so last good. save was in February. Yeah, I know. Mine, yeah. Mine's, mine's about the same area. That's why I just yeah. got back into Last of Us like two weeks ago or whatever. Cause I There's like, one. I, I, but I'm still yeah. working on it. I haven't given up. I, I just game. got the game in December That's for one Christmas. for me. That's one for me that I have. I've, I've clearly given up. I haven't revisited it. And I had all the intentions in the world of playing it's this game. So and I, I, I just haven't. I, so and I don't have a reason why. So worth it. It's a great game. As much as I bash it, I almost wish I would have played through The Last Guardian. Because it's well, super instead buggy. Instead, you sold it at the yeah. sale. It's It was super buggy and, and hard to play, but, like... It looked like trash. The story concept, like, it was mysterious. So it kind of gave you that, like, I, I want to know what's going on. I wish I would have played through No Man's Sky. Nope. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> nope. <laughs> hey, remember when you started No Man's Sky? That's Dude. what happens when you beat it. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching. So you him did sh- play through it. Oh watching him stream, and I was like, "Yeah, I want this game. I want to play it." No, I don't want this game. Yeah, it was brutal. Oh, Bloodborne for both of us. 
Bloodborne, yeah. That's another one that uh, I was we were super into yeah. and just stopped. I don't know. It's, I think it's this day and age that we've talked about in the past about just there's just too much. It's so, so much going on. It's hard when you're an adult, and not only are we adults, we're also we're essential parts to the community we've built here. So whenever a new game comes out, we're like, we got to be playing this because this is what everyone else is playing. When we were children, you got games at your birthday. Right. You got games at Christmas. And if you mowed some lawns, you might get to buy one video game during the summer. Yeah. So it was totally different when we were kids because you had a smaller library and you just go hard on what was new. But now that we're adults, we're super distracted. How? I mean, when I was a kid, I had an NES and eventually I got an N64 and I had a Game Boy. If I walk in my game room now, it's insane the choices I have. One, because I've hoarded my entire collection from yeah. childhood, but just... Uh, you know, I have a Switch, a 3DS, a PS4, a PC. Like, if you just look at just all my things that currently have games coming out, it's hard. It's harder the way we live our gaming lives. And I'm honestly trying to focus in more. Again, my budget is more limited than the other guys in the room here because I'm I'm trying to buy a house and my wife keeps my wallet on lock. But I look and go, am I going to play this? And my next question is, should I be playing Zelda instead? I, the reason I haven't bought any like downloadable games on the Switch is because I go, well, I really should be playing Zelda. So I'm right. not going to download this $8 game because I should be playing the $60 Zelda game I bought. Yep. It's hard for me too because at the end of the day, at the end of the day, my like love the the game that I'll play like no matter what is League, which is a community that continuously goes on. So it's you don't oh, we don't League. there's no end to that game. League is a time waster. Yeah. Man. So it's like I, I can go and put 40 hours of video gaming into League and get right. you know nowhere cuz there's no end to the game. Yeah. It's just fun playing that's multiplayer my, that's online. That's my biggest problem with League. And is then I, I lose time playing these story-based yeah. games. It's my biggest problem with League is that I love playing League, but then it's like I want to play some Ori today too. I'll play some League. And then by the time I'm done playing League, I'm like, well, Ori's tomorrow. Yep. You know, and like that's what happens is that those types of games like or, like League or even like Destiny, which was is never ending, really. Yeah, there's a story, but you just keep playing, or you just keep playing Overwatch. Is that they? You just feed hours and hours into a game that really leads you nowhere. Are you having fun? Sure, and mm-hmm. if that's all that matters. But with R- when you have RPGs and open world adventures and all these other games that require time. It's hard. That's a hard juggle. That is a very hard juggle. And that's why I think you see a lot of players that are like, if they play Overwatch and, they, and they're that style of, of gamer, they, they generally gravitate towards those, I don't want to call them shallow, but hollow first-person shooters that are just sink hundreds of hours into them. Like, Cable's the exception. He, he, he plays both worlds. I'm not saying there's not more people out there like us, but... When you look at certain certain gamers, they're like, um, you know, especially casual gamers, they gravitate towards one angle, and they go, "Oh, what do you play? Oh, I love Nintendo. I love I love Mario games. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm a Call of Duty guy. Oh, I'll jo- oh, Madden, Madden, hockey, FIFA every year. Like, right? Like that. You you get those clicks, and I think part of it is because yeah, it's hard to go sink a hundred hours into Witcher three, and at the same time juggle to go play a hundred games of Madden. Right. I'll tell you this, a game that uh, I'm not going to give up on, but I'll tell you, even though I'm not going to give up on, I will not complete it. And nothing against the game because it's gorgeous and I love playing it. Persona 5. I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to get through 105 hours of gameplay of that game. I just won't. I mean, I'll you, put you a good, didn't finish uh, Persona 4. 
I'll put a good chunk into it, but yeah, I never finished four. But you put a good chunk into it. I put a giant chunk into yep. four. All right, well, we need to wrap this up. So good questions. Great questions from the fans. Thank you so much. This has been episode 162 of the Gamesilla podcast. Thanks for tuning in. You can listen to us every Tuesday on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, and, of course, MotorCityGaming.com. It's a website. Catch us on Twitch.tv slash Podcast every Monday night live starting at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Oh, it's been an interesting podcast. I can say that Jazzy and I will have to have a fist fight after Naked the- arm wrestling. Maybe. After the stream cuts, though. Sorry, guys. We don't want to get banned. But uh, remember, we uh, we want to thank our sponsors one last time. DetroitBeardCollective.com. Go there and buy all the beard care products you need. If you don't have products to take care of your beard, it's probably gross, and you probably got weird things growing under it. Detroit Beard Collective is going to help you take care of that. So make an order at DetroitBeardCollective.com. Use the checkout code MCGAMING to save. That's DetroitBeardCollective.com. And remember, if retro video gaming is your thing, the Legend of Retro podcast airs every Thursday, and that is going to be your jam. Thanks to our patrons one last time. If you want to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com slash Podcast, where you can influence the shows and as, as well as gain some perks like the monthly game giveaway as well as private channels in the Discord. So thanks to everybody that's joined Patreon. It's been a good episode. I'm tired. I'm tired of yelling at Jazzy. But, um, yeah, I think, uh, I think we're about done. Just remember one thing. Please hit that subscribe button, that heart emoji, that poop emoji. Leave a comment. Give us five stars. Whatever it is where you listen to our podcast, if you can leave some love, please do so. It helps us so much. And, um, you know, just remember, we are the Elite DLC on the Internet for your video game news. So until next week, game, game on. on. Remember, hashtag Grim, hashtag Owl City for life. Is it weird that I hate goodbyes? 10,000 fireflies. I mean, I get misty eyes as they said farewell. You're all going to be sad when I <laughs> shut the website down tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>